everybody. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Marin. My name is Emily. And you are listening to Remember, Remember this? this, our new most exciting uh, podcast where we remember things that we like. Yes. <laughs> That's literally what we do. <laughs> uh, we have our Patreons. Uh, what is it called? Vote mm-hmm. on what we're going to be covering. And so for this month, everybody decided Mean Girls was the way to go. We're doing Mean Girls. Mean I'm Girls. so excited. I love this movie. So um, if you don't know, Mean Girls is a, a movie adapted from a book called The Queen Bee and something, something, something. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina Fey loved it. She took it. She wrote a script. Um, probably one of the best scripts I've ever read. Um, and it was produced by Lauren Michaels. And I just thought... Everybody should know that the character of Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers movies is based on Mike Myers's interpretation of Lorne Michaels. <laughs> and when you actually see a video of Lorne Michaels talking and like directing, you can see it. It's really funny. So funny. So should we just start? Yeah, I think it's really funny. We've given no context on the past two episodes. Typically, when I would imagine <laughs> listening to like a movie podcast, they'd be like, "This movie was directed by so and so, starring such and such, came out in such a year, whatever." We're like, "Nah, you guys know it's Mean Girls. Let's go." What kind of a podcast do you think we're running? Exactly, here? we don't do fancy. <laughs> like, you can look it up on IMDb if you want the facts. Maybe we'll get there. We <laughs> just started doing this for you guys, and maybe we'll figure that out. That does sound like a really smart thing to do. <laughs> Anyway, Marion, do you want to start us off? I do. Okay, so this movie starts off with these beautiful, loving parents, and they are prepping their little sweet baby girl for the first day of school. They're making sure that she has some money to buy milk. They literally put a dollar in her little lunchbox so that she could buy milk, and they ask, they tell her to ask one of the big, big kids where to do it. You know, so they're like, I wrote your phone number down on a piece of paper just in case you need it. Put it in your pocket. I don't want you to lose it. And then (laughs) the camera angle changes. Boom. She's 16 years old. She's gorgeous. (laughs) She's got the most beautiful, luscious red hair. Great smile. She's just this, like, stunning, beautiful (laughs) 16-year-old. And she's, like, so happy. And she's like, I think so. And then they put their arm around her. They take a picture. It's Katie's big day. And they they take a picture. And then you get the the voiceover. So Katie is our main character. She's played by Lindsay Lohan. This is Lindsay Lohan's greatest work. As far as I'm concerned, I will always think that. Um, she she starts on her voiceover talking about how, like, it's natural for parents to cry. Uh, this usually happens when the kid is five, though. Um, I'm 16, and I used to be homeschooled. And most people think that homeschooled kids are freaks, right? And then it cuts. And one of the things they do in this movie a lot is they cut to, like, Katie's imagination. And she's thinking of a little a little Katie. No, it's just a little kid. It's just a little spelling, a little girl at a spelling bee, and she's spelling a word perfectly. And then she's like, or they're like religious. And it cuts to like these, like the weird inbred religious kids. (laughs) And the kids are like talking about some Bible verse. But she's like, no, my family, we're totally normal. Like we, 
we used to live in Africa for the last 12 years. Now my mom's done with her tenure of her like fellowship. So we moved back. I'm going to high school. We live in Illinois. I think she says that. All of the this conversation happens across the street of the high school. So Katie turns around to say goodbye to her parents. She turns around and she almost gets hit by a bus. Here's where we are introduced to this bus that's always just speeding past the front of the high school for some reason. I hate this bus driver. Um, she turns around. She's like, oh, it's funny. I'll be careful. Walks toward the high school, which she refers to as the real jungle. She walks through a crowd of incredibly unruly teens. <laughs> like she gets pushed on the way. Someone's burning a book. Like it's a complete disaster. And so that's our like beginning of this movie. So Katie walks into her homeroom class and she goes up to this other person who she <laughs> assumes is the teacher because they're very tall. They look like they could be in charge. And she's like, hi, I'm Katie. I'm new here. And the, the kid goes, if you ever talk to me again, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> so Katie already startled. Her first interaction is not great. And so she doesn't know what to do. So she just starts wandering around trying to figure out where to sit. And so she walks up to this one desk and we're introduced to Janice and Damien and they just tell her why every place that she's about to sit down is bad <laughs> they're like no you don't want to sit there because so-and-so's boyfriend sits there <laughs> and then they start making out she goes to another desk and they're like no he farts a lot and so she's getting kind of flustered she's looking around the classroom trying to find another seat when she runs into Mrs. Norbury who is the teacher who has a coffee in one hand a box of donuts in the other spills the coffee completely on herself doesn't stop pouring it on herself no, literally by the way. just keeps pouring until it's completely empty mm -hmm. I, I can just imagine miss norbury like she got up early she she did her hair she went and got coffee and donuts she was feeling so on top of her day uh-huh and then <laughs> coffee all over the place yeah poor lady uh, Katie starts to apologize, but she's like, it's fine. It's me. I'm bad luck. <laughs> she goes to take her sweater off because she's wearing a sweater over her shirt and she pulls it up and her shirt sticks to it because she's covered in coffee. Just at that moment, the principal walks in <laughs> to her basically flashing him. She can't see because her sweater's in front of her face and she just <laughs> hears the principal address her and she's like, my t-shirt's stuck, isn't it? And Katie's like, Yes, helps her pull her shirt back down. She finishes taking her sweater off. And the principal's like, is everything all right in here? And she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, well, how was your summer? And she's like, oh, it was good. I got divorced. <laughs> and he has like an entire arm in a cast. And he just holds it up and he goes, my carpal tunnel came back. I don't know what is happening with this guy because this cast is like... Intense. First of all, it's a huge cast. It's covered in an ace bandage. <laughs> it goes all the way to his thumb. He like has one finger down in it. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. That's not how you treat carpal tunnel. No. What is happening? That's like a wrist brace. Minor <laughs> surgery. Like, I don't know what is happening. Um, but she's just like, I win. And he's like, yeah, okay. I'm just here to tell you that we have a new student. She moved here all the way from Africa. So Miss Norbury looks across the room, finds the one black girl who's sitting there and says, welcome. The girl gives her the look of the audacity. The and she, go, yeah. she goes, I am from Michigan. So then Katie's like, oh, it's me. 
And he's like, Caddy? And she's like, no, it's pronounced like Katie. And he goes, I'm sorry. I have a nephew whose name is Afrini. And I get really pissed about it when I think that my sister could have simply named him Anthony. And Miss Marbury's just like, okay, well, welcome. Uh, thanks, principal. And <laughs> his name is Mr. Duval. And he goes, well, if you need to, like, talk to anybody. And she's like, no, honey, my shirt is see-through. You, you can leave. <laughs> and he just, like, stares at her boobs. And, okay, good day, everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so then Kat, Katie, okay, Here's the thing. Her name is spelled C-A-D-Y. It's spelled Caddy. Mm-hmm. So every time I look at it, I think Caddy, even though I know it's Katie. Also, calling her Caddy is so awesome because <laughs> she becomes the cattiest person in the universe in this in this movie. That's I mean, no, that's why it's beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful, perfect. So anyway, she's like, oh, my gosh, the first day of school was uh, a blur, a stressful, surreal blur, and it shows all the awful things that happen to her. Like, in one class, she's, like, gets up to go pee, and the teacher's like, where do you think you're going? And she's like, I just have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, can I have the, like, hall pass? And he's like, yeah, good try. Go sit down. Rude. Why can't <laughs> kids just go pee? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's one where she... Well, she's like, I've never lived in a world where adults didn't trust me. Like, here at this school, everybody's yelling at me. Uh, Like, she can't use a different color pen. She has to sit down in her assigned seat. It's all a terrible thing. Um, So then she goes to the cafeteria, and she's looking around for a place to sit. And she goes up to, like, this one table, and the kids give her a dirty look, and then she keeps walking around, and... The kids are terrifying her. It's it's really scary. Boys are talking about looking at nipples. She goes up to this one table of a, all the black kids and she goes, Jumbo. And they are like, get out of here. Like, it's beautiful to see. And so she just decides to go into the bathroom and eat her sandwich on the toilet in the stall. And she gets home and her dad is like, how was your first day? And she just like (laughs) walks in the house. Yeah. So then the next day, it's that first class again. She goes and sits down next to Damien. And Damien leads over and he's like, is that your natural hair? (laughs) And she's like, yeah. He's like, it's beautiful. Grabs a whole chunk, puts it on his face, turns back to Janice and is like, I want this color. (laughs) So Janice introduces them. She's like, this is Damien. He's almost too gay to function. (laughs) And just then a kid walks past and he's like, nice wig, Janice. What is it made out of? And she immediately just responds, your mom's chest hair. Turns back to Katie and goes, hi, I'm Janice. We love Janice. Big Janice energy, 2021. Uh, Everything I ever wanted to be is Mm -hmm. Janice. Mm Mm-hmm. So then Katie, it's like the next day, so it's a new schedule or whatever. So she's looking over it, and she asks them, she's like, do you guys know where room G14 is? So Damien grabs her schedule. He's looking it over, and he's like, health Tuesday, Thursday, G14. And then Janice and Damien give each other a look. <laughs> I'm like, do you know where that is? Oh, yeah, it's in the back building. Yeah, we'll take you there. 
And they're like, perfect excuse to ditch with the new girl. Sounds good. (laughs) Katie has no idea. So the bell rings. They're walking through. Damien is proudly clearing the way for Katie. And he keeps looking at her schedule and he's like, you're taking 12th grade calculus? And she's like, yeah, I like math. He's like, why? And she goes, it's the same in every country. (laughs) And he just tells her, that's beautiful. (laughs) So now they're outside. And Katie's like, where's the back building? And Janice tells her, it burned down in 1987. (laughs) Why does Janice know that the back building burned down in 1987? I I love. I feel like Janice is like the youngest or second youngest kid in a huge family. And they like the the older siblings went to the high school or maybe her parents went there mm-hmm. and she's lived in this town her whole life. She knows the whole history. She's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Katie is concerned about the ditching, but Janice assures her they're friends. They're not going to get her in trouble. <laughs> so they just sit down outside on the field. Meanwhile. Okay. So we are in health class and this guy, he's coach Carr. He's a monster of a man. He's probably six foot five 300 pounds he's just he's huge and he's like very scared of these children Mm -hmm. he is giving a lesson about why you shouldn't have sex because you'll just die if you have it and I'm like okay I don't understand coach Carr at all I I'm gonna talk about coach Carr many times throughout this episode but my first thing that I want to ask is like do you think that coach Carr is just a product of the toxic masculinity that he was raised in or do you think he's like stupid like I don't understand because like he's like if you have sex you'll get chlamydia and die like that's it that's his lesson in health Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I don't know it's just like a glaring spotlight on how bad sexual education is it is it's it's (laughs) It's really really amazing like you can just have any teacher just say whatever they want and they count it as a class and he just like picks up a box of condoms and he's like take some rubbers <laughs> it's really awful so it's a really good thing that katie is not in that class she would have <laughs> just got terrible information so janice asks about her homeschooling and why they didn't want to keep homeschooling her and she's like they wanted me to get socialized and damien's like oh you'll get socialized a little slice like you <laughs> katie doesn't understand and he's like you're hot and she's like what and he's like yes I wish everyone could be as oblivious to looks as Katie is at the beginning of this movie. I wish everybody could be. I mean, she's she's really sheltered, but obviously her parents have taught her a lot of like life skills. She's just sheltered about like teenage life. Mm -hmm. And I would like to keep my children sheltered also. I know I can't. And so I, I, I send them to school and stuff, but just look at her like. That'd be nice. So then Janice remembers that Katie has a weird spelling. So she asks her how to spell her name. She tells her C-A-D-Y. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to call you Caddy. Which no, she doesn't correct her. And so that becomes a thing through the movie. But I mean, if someone just call them what they call name people is. what they want to be called. Yes. And then they are witnessing because they're sitting in the back on the field they're witnessing a gym class and Damien notices that the plastics are in this gym class and he says 
what is Karen Smith wearing right now? <laughs> she has the tiniest shorts you have ever seen on. And Janice was like, oh, of course, they're all in the same gym class. And Katie's like, who are you guys talking about? Damien calls them teen royalty. Uh, they're the popular girls. And then Janice points them out. She's like, that one there, she's Karen. She's the dumbest girl you'll ever meet. Uh, <laughs> at that moment when they're looking at Karen... Uh, someone throws her a ball which bounces right off of her boobs and she does not catch it. She said, uh, Janice tells Katie that Damien had to sit by her in English last year and Damien tells Katie that she asked him how to spell orange. <laughs> <laughs> so then Janice points out Gretchen. She says that Gre- that one's Gretchen Wieners. Gretchen at that moment gets hit with a ball and falls <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> they tell Katie that she's rich because her dad invented toaster strudel <laughs> and that she knows everyone's business and that's why her hair is so big it's full of secrets. <laughs> so then we get Regina and Janice says that evil takes human form in Regina George. Regina <laughs> is being brought onto the field on the shoulders of two dudes. <laughs> Janice tells Katie not to be confused. She may look like a backstabbing bitch, but she's actually so much more than that. (laughs) And right then we see Regina blowing someone a kiss as she gets set down. Incredible. Damien calls her the queen bee, that the other two are just her workers. And so Janice tries to think how best to explain all that Regina is. And we get the beautiful montage of all of the other girls at school. saying their favorite fact about Regina. Regina George is flawless. She has two Fendi purses and a silver Lexus. I hear her hair is insured for $10,000. On and on and on it goes. She met John Stamos on a plane. He told her she was pretty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. So Damien is like, she always looks fierce. She always wins spring fling queen. It's a terrible name, but she's the spring fling queen every year, which bothers me. She's a junior. That means they gave it to her when she was a freshman and a sophomore, and she's planning on winning it again this year. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Make it grade specific. Okay? Seniors only. Okay? So then Janice is like, who cares? So we're in the hallway, and Damien is like, I care. Like, the seniors throw this dance for the underclassmen. He's he's describing the spring fling... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and how it happens and how he's on the activities committee or this the the queen automatically becomes head of the student activities committee that Since means regina has been the head of this committee <laughs> the whole time she's but in you high know school. she hasn't done anything absolutely not. also in in we will learn this later but the same night of the spring fling is the same night of the mathletes competition <laughs> which you know that whoever was Planning this dance did not care about that mathletes competition. Mm-hmm. So, Janice now, Katie has no idea how lucky she is that she made friends with Janice and Damien because Janice hands Katie the most amazing artifact I can imagine receiving as a high school. It's like the Marauders map. It truly is. She has drawn a map of the school with the main feature being the cafeteria and all of the little tables are there in the cafeteria and they're all labeled. So here's, here's the little labels. You've got your freshmen. Feel free to tag yourself in these, in one of these tables. Okay. So you've got your freshmen, 
Your ROTC guys, which sounds terrifying. I don't want to be anywhere near them. Your preps, they're fine. Your JV jocks, your Asian nerds, your cool Asians, your varsity jocks, your unfriendly black hotties, your girls who eat their feelings, that's me, your girls who don't eat anything, and that's also me somehow, and then your desperate <laughs> wannabes, your burnouts, your sexually active band geeks, somehow also me, <laughs> uh, and the greatest people you'll ever meet, which is Dan- Damien and Janice, it's and the they're art at the freaks. art freaks, uh-huh. yeah, and then the worst, which is the plastics, and then she's like, beware of the plastics. So, okay, so we're in the cafeteria, and baby Adam Sandler comes up to <laughs> Katie, and he's like, <laughs> being completely crude and rude, and they're right next to the plastics table she's like on her way to Janice and Damien but she gets like cut off by this this guy his name is Jason he starts being disgusting and Regina is like um is he bothering you Jason why are you such a such a skis and my like the whole impression of of the way that Regina treats Jason is so confusing. So Gretchen likes Jason. Mm-hmm. Gretchen and Jason have a thing. They like to make out. They like to be together. They're like seeing each other. But Regina does not want Gretchen to like Jason. You'll see this throughout the entire movie. And it's just a, like all her controlling Gretchen it's awful Mm -hmm. so they're weirdly like nice and mean to him because Gretchen likes him so much Karen is just kind of like whatever I do whatever these guys tell me to do and then Regina's mean to him so um they tell him to go away shave his back it's really funny and then they're like hey why don't you sit down with us? And she's like, okay. Um, (laughs) Terrified glances at Janice. Like, help. (laughs) Yeah, Janice. So, so they, like, I also had a really hard time figuring out what's going on here. Because I'm like, is this, what are they doing? Like, obviously, Regina recognizes that she's really cute. But Regina could just completely ignore Katie and never have to deal with her ever. But she invites her to sit down and um they introduce her we get the beautiful line about like your homeschool that's really interesting but you're like really pretty and then Katie goes thank you because she's really sweet and she's like so you agree and then she's like what you think you're really pretty like (laughs) so and then she points out her bracelet she's like I love your bracelet it's so cute where did you get it and my mom made it for me it's adorable Gretchen wants to call it fetch but Regina is like no there's no such thing as fetch you don't get to say fetch (laughs) and she's like no it's from England anyway Karen goes so if you're from Africa why are you white and then Gretchen's like oh my my god God." Karen you can't just ask people why they're white (laughs) so then Regina's like Could you give us privacy for like one second? So while they're like the three girls, the plastics are talking to each other. She looks over at Damien and Janice and they're like, what the F? And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) But they confer about, I, I just don't know if she's like, should we let her be our friend? Should we let her sit with us? Or is she saying, should we trick her and be totally mean to her? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What do you think? I just don't understand. Like, is this a bullying thing? Are they like, this is it. She's our mark. We're going to bully her. 
I feel like they're just going to see how she reacts to them. But why? Because they have nothing else to do. Are they just bored? Yeah. They're all sitting on the same side of the table, just like watching everyone else waiting for something to do. Just waiting to bully somebody. Mm -hmm. Okay. I hate it. Uh, so, so then they're like, all right, we're going to invite you to sit with us for the rest of the week. And she's like, oh, it's okay. And she's like, coolness. We'll see you tomorrow. So now Katie has no choice. She has to sit with them. Mm -hmm. And then Karen tells her that on Wednesdays they wear pink. So then we get (laughs) Janice's reaction to Katie telling her that she's been invited to sit with them. And she's like, this is great. You have to do it. You have to tell me all the stupid things that they say. And Katie's like, I don't even know what to talk to them about. And they're like, hair products, Ashton Kutcher. And Katie's like, is that a band? (laughs) She has no idea. And Janice is like, just do it, please. And Katie's like, okay, do either of you guys have anything pink? Janice says no. I agree. (laughs) Damien, though, says yes. I know. Emily and I were like, do we have anything pink? I have a pink sweatshirt that has Tinkerbell on it. That's it. So, all right. So here we are in eighth period. And Katie is like so excited to get to math because it's the one thing she's good at. And so she sits down uh, behind the most beautiful boy in the world. And this is where her life starts to completely fall apart. (laughs) So he's like really beautiful. She talks about how she's only had one other crush before. And it was when she was five. And she like once goes up to hug this little boy. And he's like, ew, go away. And so it didn't end very well. (laughs) So um, she's thinking in her head, oh, he's so cute. But at the same time, the teacher's like, um what what do you think Katie and Katie goes so cute out loud (laughs) when she's looking at the boy it's really beautiful Mm -hmm. so then we get another scene of Katie walking in her front door and her parents say how was your second day she says fine were people nice no did you make friends yeah so we get the voiceover where uh Katie is like all right uh there are too many rules in girl world way too many rules so Gretchen sits down and sh- they're they're at lunch and they're sitting and they're telling is it is it at lunch mm-hmm. they're sitting there and Gretchen is explaining to Katie all of the rules and there's too many they're terrible they're all bad rules it's all about how to not be nice to anybody and not like yourself um and I'm like okay this is where I start to get to know Gretchen and wonder about her And I think it's really nice of Gretchen to actually spell out the rules, unlike many other, like, girl groups where you join and you just have to, like, figure out what's the dynamics. Like, no, they are spelled out in this horrible group of people. Um, And then, like, so Katie knows that there are, like, certain things that she can and can't do. So she's not, like, just guessing and then getting in trouble for making the wrong choices in the future. But is Gretchen, like nice secretly yes okay I do believe Gretchen is a good friend is a good friend but because she has been in this Regina George echo chamber Regina has greatly enhanced all of (laughs) Gretchen's bad okay badness and so that thrives when Regina's around because every time Regina's not there Gretchen is great yeah she's like nice and honest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the whole time okay so Gretchen's like (laughs) Yeah, and also you have to be careful about guys because you might like somebody, but you might be wrong about it. (laughs) So Regina's trying to do calorie math. 
So she's looking at never a good idea. <laughs> don't do it. She's looking at like a label and she's like, what is this math? And everybody's like, I have no idea how to do it. She's like, I have to eat less than 30% calories from fat. Caddy immediately knows the equation. She perfectly figures it out. And Regina's like, whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, they ask if she's she knows any boys that are cute and she's like yeah there's this senior guy in my math class his name is Aaron Samuels and immediately Gretchen and Karen are like no 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 no, no. you cannot date him Regina used to date him uh you cannot date him uh he broke up with her last summer and then Karen's like oh, I thought she dumped him for Shane Omen Gretchen's like it doesn't matter ex-boyfriends are just off limits to friends Gretchen is so terrified of Regina Gretchen is a victim of an abusive relationship. Amen. Okay. And also, she says that it'll be their little secret. Oh, I know. Gretchen loves a secret. Oh, she loves them. They're all in her hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we're back in math class, and Katie's like, okay, so I can't, like, date Aaron, but that doesn't mean I can't, like, look at him, smell him, <laughs> mm, talk to him. So she goes up to say, like, hi, and then we meet Kevin. Kevin! Kevin is the <laughs> president of the mathletes. Hey, you're the Africa girl, right? And I'm just like, what in the zombie land is happening, <laughs> first of all? He calls her Africa the rest of the movie. Oh, good point. But she's just like, yeah. And he introduces himself. He's captain of the mathletes. They do the math challenges. They compete statewide. We can get twice as much funding if we've got a girl, so you should think about joining. <laughs> okay. So the teacher's like, oh, yeah, that would be perfect. And Katie's like, yeah, okay. So Kevin gives her his business card and is like, consider it because we're going to get jackets. And he hands her his card and it says his name, whatever. And then it says badass MC as one <laughs> of his like sublines. And Katie's just like... Okay. <laughs> He's a pretty good MC. So then we're outside at the soccer field and um, school's over. The boys are practicing soccer and Aaron is on the soccer team. And so Katie is so cute. She just like sees him and she stops and she like starts waving at him like very enthusiastically. Like no other girl would do that. It would be too embarrassing, but she doesn't know. So it's really cute. And he's like, hi. And then the girls pull up in Regina's silver Lexus. And Regina goes, get in, loser. We're going shopping. Mm -hmm. A huge and honk first. Aaron, Aaron is like, Ugh. like so bummed. He hates it. He hates that she's going shopping with those guys. Um, Katie is voiceover is like, Regina is like the Barbie doll I never had. So they go to, oh my gosh, you guys, they go to the mall. Mm -hmm. And the mall is hopping. They love the mall. Katie says that she wants to join the mathletes, but they're like, no, that's social suicide. Uh, you're so lucky to have us to guide you. Katie's like, this mall reminds me of the jungle. And then she imagines all the kids in the mall having like a fight like an animal fight and everybody's fighting over each other and it's a complete disaster and then she blinks and it's just the normal mall and Jason is there with this other girl named Taylor and Gretchen is like oh no and Regina does the meanest thing calls Taylor's mom and she's like oh this is Planned Parenthood and I have Taylor's 
results back from her test so have her call us later and regina's so mean she won't let gretchen be with jason and she won't let jason be with taylor like she just has to have control over everything that everybody's doing mm-hmm. and so she does this she does this mean thing and the mom faints and then gretchen <laughs> literally like, falls over <laughs> gretchen's like okay that was so fetch <laughs> and then taylor's mom calls her we hear her answer the phone <laughs> So then we're at Regina's house. They pull in. They have an actual water fountain outside. The front of her house has like columns on it. It's fancy. Her house looks like a museum Mm -hmm. on the outside. And Katie's just like, wow, your house is really nice. And Regina goes, I know, right? (laughs) Gretchen says, make sure you look at her mom's boob job. Why? (laughs) And they walk in and Regina's little sister Kylie is there. And Kylie is probably like seven years old. She's watching TV dancing. And then Regina's mom walks in and Regina's mom's name is June, I learned, because we have the script here. So I'll call her June. And she's like, hey, how are my best girlfriends? And Gretchen's like, hey, Mrs. George, this is Katie. And so she says hi to Katie and gives her a hug. And Katie just says, ow. Ow. (laughs) But she so. June's like, welcome. Anything you need, don't be shy. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Right, Regina? And Regina says, please stop talking. (laughs) So then June goes to make them a treat because it's Wednesday. And they go into Regina's bedroom. And Katie's like, this is your room? And Regina's like, well, it used to be my parents, but I made them trade me. And then they turn on the radio and it starts playing a song. And they're like, Katie, do you know who sings this? And she's like, the Spice Girls <laughs> and they're like oh my gosh she's literally an alien and then they all go and they start standing in front of the mirror all of these very petite white women who look beautiful start <laughs> looking at themselves in the mirror and they're like god my hips are huge I hate my calves I have man shoulders and Katie's like I used to just think that there was skinny and fat but apparently there's a lot of things that can be wrong on your body Gretchen continues, my hairline is so weird, my pores are huge, my nail beds suck. And as they're making fun of themselves, <laughs> they notice Katie hasn't chimed in. So they all turn and look at her. And Katie's just like, um, I have really bad breath in the morning. <laughs> so then the, the Regina's mom comes in with a tray of drinks with umbrellas. They're very cute. Everyone comes over and takes a drink, and Katie is like, is there alcohol in this? And she goes, oh, God, honey, no. What kind of mother do you think I am? (laughs) But she offers her son, because if you're going to drink, I want you to do it in the house. Katie says no. And then June wants the gossip. She is here for the tea. She wants to know what everybody's doing and what everyone's listening to. (laughs) She sits down and they have this tiny dog. And the tiny dog jumps on her lap and starts biting her nipple. And she doesn't notice. (laughs) All the girls are just staring at her with their drinks. Finally... Regina is just like, Mom, can you go fix your hair? And her mom's like, Oh my gosh, you keep me so young. Bye. That's disgusting. It's really awful. (laughs) And then they're just kind of hanging out in the room. Karen goes over to some of Regina's shelves and she finds the burn book. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I remember this. Did they plan this? Did did they plan this? Not if Karen's the one who picked it up. They wouldn't have put Karen in charge of starting this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Virgin is like, I haven't seen that in forever. Gretchen invites Katie to come look at it because this is their pink notebook where they have cut out all the girls' pictures from the yearbooks and wrote mean things about them. (laughs) So they go through, they read a couple of the pages, and they get to Janice's page. (laughs) And they say something really awful about her. And then she's in the picture with Damien. And they're like, who is that? And Katie's like, oh, that's Damien. He's almost too gay to function. And Regina's like, that's funny. You have to add that in there. (laughs) And Katie has her first realization of, oh, maybe peer pressure is bad. And maybe maybe trying to fit in is not the way to do it. Uh huh. But she does it. Okay. So then they're hanging out. They're at the mall and Janice works at the mall. She works at like a little lotion place like a skincare store in the mall but it has like an open front so they're just talking and Katie's like they have this burn book where they write mean things about all the girls in our grade and Janice is like what does it say about me and she's like oh you're not in it and Janice is so mad she's incensed she literally says those bitches I too would be mad if I was the only one not made fun of in the bo- in the book. <laughs> so Janice is like, you have to steal that book. And right here, Katie should have listened to that. That would have been the best thing she could have done right yes. then. Is just be like, okay, and just taking it from her. But she doesn't. She's like, no, I can't. And she's like, we could p- publish it and everybody would see what an axe wound she really is. <laughs> but Katie doesn't steal. And uh, to Damien, she's like, that's for your feet. Because <laughs> Damien's just trying every single thing. And then to Katie, she's like, okay, there's two kinds of evil people. People who do evil stuff and people who see evil stuff being done and don't try to stop it. And that is so true. And then <laughs> Mrs. Norbury's there. And we noticed that because she's wearing like the worst outfit you can imagine. And Damien is like, well, am I supposed to tell that old lady that her outfit's stupid? <laughs> and then, But it's her. And so she comes over and she's like, what's up, kids? And then uh, Damien's like, are you shopping? And she's like, no, I'm just here with my boyfriend. And they show this old like bearded biker guy. And I'm like... Not a joke. We stand the teacher and the biker guy. They're great. (laughs) So they have this whole conversation about how Katie should join the mathletes, blah, blah, blah. And then she, um, Damien's like, no, that's social suicide. (laughs) I love that both groups call joining the mathletes social suicide. Mm -hmm. And Mrs. Murray is like, thanks. Okay, guys, this is super awkward. And I hate seeing students outside of school. So I'm going to go. And, um, Janice is like, so when are you going to see Regina again? And Katie's like, I cannot spy on her anymore. It's weird. And Janice is the one who's like, no, come on. She's never going to find out. It'll be our little secret. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Janice and Gretchen, not too different. Nope. (laughs) So we're back at Katie's house and she answers the phone and it's Regina. And Regina starts the conversation saying, I know your secret. (laughs) And Katie immediately panics and she's like, should I apologize? Should I cry? No, I'm just going to be oblivious. And she's like, what secret are you talking about? And Regina says, Gretchen told me you like Aaron. I mean, it doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. But let me tell you something. All he cares about is school and his mom (laughs) and his friends. He's the nicest guy at the school. Literally, I don't understand why Aaron ever went out with Regina. I don't either. It's because he's pretty. 
And so all the like girls are afraid to talk to him, and she's the only one who is brave enough to talk to him. And he's like, "Well, she's pretty, so I guess we have to be together." That makes that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, he's too beautiful and perfect mm-hmm. that everyone else is just scared of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> um, but Regina says, "Whatever, go for it if you want. I can talk to him if you want me to." And Katie's like, "That would be awesome. Like, if you want to <laughs> do that, cool. Don't embarrass me." And Regina's like, eh, "No, yeah, of course I'll talk to him. But aren't you mad at Gretchen?" And Katie's like, no. And Regina's like, well, if you are, you can tell me. It was really bitchy. And Katie's like, yeah, I think she just likes the attention, though. And then Regina says to Gretchen, who is on the call? See, Gretchen, she's not mad at you. And Gretchen says, I can't believe you think I like attention. (laughs) And then Regina's just like, all right, see you tomorrow. Bye. Hangs up. And Katie's like, wow, I survived my first three-way call. And I have Regina's blessing, so I'm going to talk to Aaron more. <laughs> so she's like, on October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. And all she says back is, it's October 3rd. <laughs> so then she talks about these like few different things that she does. Like two weeks later, he's like, it's raining. And she's like, yeah. Um, but she's like, I want things to move faster. So... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend like I'm really bad at math. So she like pretends like she doesn't know what she's doing and asks him for help. And uh, he's wrong. He sucks at math. But she doesn't care because she's like, okay, I need, need to be able to hang out with him. I like him so much. So she just pretends like she's bad at math. Imagine if she actually didn't know and he was also her tutor. <laughs> it would be the worst thing ever. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. They would both be just failing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so bad. So then Aaron is like, okay. I would totally want to shoot you. Guess what? We're having a Halloween party at my friend's house tonight. You want to come? And she's like, yeah. And then he's like, cool. Here's the thing. Don't bring any guys with you. And she's like, okay, gruel. (laughs) And she's like, no, I meant to say great and cool, gruel. And he's like, yeah, cool, gruel. See you tonight. And then uh, he gets up and leaves and she's just like, (gasps) and then Kevin is like, yo, you coming to mathletes? And she's like, yeah sure I'll be there no she will not be there she just (laughs) leaves she has to go home she has to go find a costume because (laughs) it's a Halloween costume she knows kids take Halloween very seriously (laughs) but what she didn't know is girl world Halloween and we get a montage and she says that Halloween is the one night a year when a girl can dress like a total slut and no other girls can say anything about it Let's please get rid of that for only Halloween. Apply it to all days of the year. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, The hardcore girls just wear lingerie and some form of animal ears. (laughs) So then we get a sampling of all of the girls getting ready for this Halloween party. And at Regina's house, Regina's mom is having a photo shoot in front of her father. And she's like, Doesn't she look great? And her dad is just like staring like, what is my life? (laughs) And then we get Gretchen and Karen. And Gretchen asks Karen what she's dressed up as because, again, she's wearing simply lingerie. But she has mouse ears, so she's a mouse. Duh. Duh. (laughs) And Katie says, unfortunately, I didn't know, so I showed up like this. You guys, she walks into this party and she's wearing a... Full on like 1988 wedding dress with the puffy sleeves all the way down to the wrists. She's got blood on the dress and this horrible knotted huge long black 
uh, wig with like zombie dead makeup on and blood and the grossest teeth you can imagine having coming out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. She's terrifying and she's walking in and literally everybody is legitimately scared of her like she walks up and like scares karen karen is like ah, why dress so scary <laughs> like everyone is scared and gretchen is like have you seen jason and karen's like you know who's i can find tonight seth Makowski. and gretchen's like no he's your cousin karen doesn't care because he's a good kisser and he's he's, he's uh her first cousin. But he's my first cousin. She's like, so you have your cousins, and then you have your first cousins, and then you have your second cousins. No, honey, that's not right, is it? And Gretchen's like, that is not right. And Aaron comes up, and somehow he has recognized Katie in this outfit. I'll never know how. She does not look like herself. She doesn't look like anybody you've ever seen before in your life. And he's so excited. And he goes, oh, you're a zombie bride. And she (laughs) says the darkest thing I've ever heard. She goes, I'm an ex-wife. Oof. Uh, (laughs) It's always the husband. So Aaron's like, can I get you something to drink? And she's like, yeah. He's like, I'll be right back. So he's like, not like, oh, you're scary or you're. He's like, he doesn't care. He's into it. It's cool. And then Karen runs off to be with Seth, her cousin. (laughs) And Regina finds Aaron in the kitchen, and they start having this conversation. And she's like, Katie really likes you. And he's like, really? And she's like, yeah, she told me, but she's super weird. She wants to like carve your name into her chest and stuff and she doesn't say that but she's just like she's like trying to make katie sound like a weird freaky like he's she's got a shirt that she made that says mrs aaron samuels i heart aaron blah 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 which i think is really cute and sweet but then aaron's like oh that's weird and he looks over at katie and she's like waving at him the same way that she waved at him at the soccer field and then Regina does the worst thing where she's just like, well, who can blame her? I mean, you're totally gorgeous. And I mean, she's not a stalker, but she saved a Kleenex that you used and she's going to do African voodoo with it. And it kind of freaks Aaron out. But Katie is looking at him and she's like, Regina is such a good friend. I can't believe it. And then Regina says some really inappropriate and horrible things. And then she kisses Aaron and it just breaks Katie's heart she's just like she's in the middle of saying like how could Janice hate Regina she's such a good and then she just says slut because she kisses Aaron uh she runs away before she can see that Aaron like pushes Regina away but then Regina's like why would I break up with you you're so hot and then she just starts making out with Aaron again and they get back together (laughs) Um, Katie runs out and this boy who's sitting on the banister gets so scared of her that he like falls off of the banister and then his friend is like that's a scary mask bro (laughs) (laughs) and our poor Katie I mean she's never felt this way before like she feels so awful this is like the worst feeling of like betrayal and the boy who I liked doesn't like me so I'm assuming she just runs all the way to Janice's house. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> because we get Janice and Damien are sitting like in the basement watching a movie on the TV. And right on the TV, when someone breaks through the window, Katie th- <laughs> throws the <laughs> door open. Damien, popcorn's flying. They're both freaked out. But she just walks in and she goes, she took him back. Regina took Aaron back. And Janice is just like, oh, no. They're like, why would 
would she do this? And Janice is just like, she's a life ruiner. Like, when is anyone going to listen to me? She ruins people's lives. And then Damien immediately starts to tell Katie this story about how when they were 13, Regina made all these people sign a petition that Janice dot, 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 Janice cuts him off. But it's so interesting to me that Damien over and over and over again wants to share this story with Katie, but Janice cuts him off every single time. It's very interesting to me. Well, Janice is, she doesn't, she doesn't want to be outed as a lesbian because who even knows if she is? I think she's bi, but also she doesn't want Katie to do the same thing to her that Regina did. Yeah. Which was like, leave her because of that. Yeah. Which Katie never would. Janice is just like, Damien, stop. I have an idea. And they're like, okay. And so then Janice goes on this whole thing about how Regina is a dictator. There's one, there's one way to take them down and it's to cut off their resources. So they make a list of all of the things that make Regina, <laughs> Regina. And it's, she has her high status man candy. She writes down Aaron Samuels on the little whiteboard. Her technically good physique. <laughs> she writes down hot body and her ignorant band of loyal followers and writes down army of skanks. And so Janice tells Katie that in order for her plan to work, Katie has to keep hanging out with them like nothing's wrong. And Katie agrees and Janice is just like, all right, let's do it. All right. So then we get a voiceover and Katie's like, well, there's pretty easy to act like nothing was wrong. And then she's like hanging out with Gretchen and uh, Gretchen is like, Regina wanted me to tell you that she's trying to hook you up with Aaron, but he was just interested in getting her back. And that's not Regina's fault. And Katie's like, yeah, I know. And she's like, okay, so you're not mad at Regina? No. Okay, good. Because Regina wanted me to give you this. And then she does like the most awkward, gross hug. I hate it so much. It's the worst. It's similar to the Voldemort on Draco hug. (laughs) It truly is. In terms of like uncomfortability. It's so gross. So then we cut to the cafeteria and... um. They're sitting at the ch- the table, and Regina's just drinking all this cranberry juice. She's like, it's called the South Beach Fat Flush. All you drink is cranberry juice for 72 hours, but it's not cranberry juice, as Erin points out. It's just cranberry juice cocktail, which is just the ingredients, I'm sure, are like water, sugar, cranberry juice flavoring it's Mm -hmm. so terrible and regina says what she continues to say for the rest of the movie i just want to lose three pounds which uh, coming from a a girl who grew up in the 90s this is the eternal skinny girl goal like i just have to lose three pounds that's so so gross uh so regina starts flirting with aaron disgustingly in front of um caddy at uh, katie it's really mean it's really awful katie imagines a jungle animal fight but with kids uh, specifically her jumping over the table and uh, or attacking regina and like killing her <laughs> um and then she's like in the girl world all the fighting had to be sneaky so then we get this moment where regina's looking in the mirror and she's like ah oh, this cranberry juice is making me break out and so katie gets an idea and she's like i have some really good skin stuff i'll bring to you and then we see a flash of Janice at work, and she's putting foot cream into a <laughs> face cream container. And uh, 
Katie's just like, we just kept our eyes out to sabotage her in any way that we can. And so then we see Katie giving Regina the thing. Regina says, thank you. And then we get another scene of Regina coming and sitting down at lunch right next to Aaron. He's been sitting at their table now. And he leans over and he gives her a kiss. And he just tells her that her face smells like peppermint. (laughs) And then they start making out. And (laughs) then we see, like... (laughs) we see Janice sneaking into the girls locker room one time while Regina is at gym and she cuts holes into her tank top right over the boobs and Regina goes in and she puts her clothes back on and she notices she has these two huge holes that show her bra she just shrugs and walks out and then the like next day at school you see all of the girls have shirts with holes cut out over the boobs and so it's nothing's really working that great. No, no, no. In fact, what Giannis says is, this is ass, you guys. <laughs> so they're, they're like, we've got to figure this out. Um, Damien's like, I've been really busy with choir. <laughs> Giannis, we've got to crack Gretchen. We've got to get uh, Gretchen on. Let's see. We've, we've got to crack Gretchen Wieners. We crack Gretchen and we crack the whole lock on Gina's whole dirty history. And then Damon goes, say crack again. And she says, crack. I love it. These guys are best friends. He wants her to say crack. She says crack. It's beautiful. So they decide to get back together tonight. And she's like, I can't. I have to go to Regina's to practice for the talent show. We're doing a dance to the song. And they know it's it's Jingle by Rock. And she's like, you guys know that song? <laughs> Yes, everybody in the, in the English-speaking world knows that song. So um, uh, she's like, we'll I have to go learn it. And those guys go away, and Regina's like, why were you talking to Janice Ian? And she's like, I don't know. She says, weird. So she came up to me and started talking about crack. <laughs> and this is where we learn that it is actually Regina who is a lesbian. <laughs> because she tells this whole story about how she was going to have a pool party. They were best friends. And then she found out that Janice was a lesbian. So she couldn't invite her to a pool party because she didn't want the girls, her to see all the girls in their swimsuits. And, um, and then her mom called Regina's mom and started yelling at her. And it was awful. And then she dropped out of school. That was how damaging Regina's bullying was to her. Regina made every single person in the school hate her so much that she dropped out of high school. I mean, of junior high. So then she comes back to school in the fall and she had like short hair and she was like goth and whatever. And then she's like, and I guess now she's on crack. (laughs) And then she sees uh, this cute girl in the hall and she's like, oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? And the girl's like, it's from, it was my mom's in the 80s. And Regina goes, vintage, so adorable. And then she's like, thanks. And then she goes, that is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. And Katie remembers back to the first moment they met when she said, oh, my gosh, I love your bracelet. It's so cute. Where did you get it? And then Regina's like, well, I mean, then Katie's like, well, my mom made it for me. And then she knows right there, then and there, that everything Regina has ever said to her was a lie. Like, I'm sure she, like, thought it before. She believed Janice. Like, she knew it was a thing. But this is the moment where she's like, wow, she doesn't like me. She doesn't like my bracelet. She doesn't like anything about me. She's just mean. And I I think it's really, really telling right there. Um so then they're like standing in line to get 
like Valentine ga- Valentine grams? No, candy no, cane candy grams. cane grams for Christmas. And uh, she's like, "Well, are you gonna?" send any candy canes and Regina's like no I don't send them I just get them so you better send me one biatch love you and Katie's like yeah mm-hmm. I was definitely sending her one I was gonna use three candy canes to crack Gretchen wieners so she goes up to the table and she's like three please <laughs> Katie is so smart mm-hmm. but mean turning mean yes So then we find out that Katie and Gretchen have the same English class, and it's during English class that they get their candy cane gram delivery, (laughs) and it's Damien, and he's dressed as Santa, (laughs) and he interrupts the teacher, and she's just like, whatever, make it fast. And so Damien starts going through his pile of candy canes, uh, calling out all the people. And so, like, Taylor got two, Glenn Coco got four, because, wow, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. And also, Kate, he calls Katie Caddy. <laughs> she goes, it's Katie. He's like, oh, here you go. And Katie's sitting right next to Gretchen, so he has to lean over Gretchen to give Katie her candy cane. And you can just see Gretchen, like, peeking into the bag to see if there's any for her, and he notices. So he just goes, and none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. And leaves. <laughs> So Gretchen's like, who is that from? Katie reads the note on the card that she wrote to herself that says, thanks for being such a great friend. Love, Regina. So Gretchen grabs it and reads it. And you can just see her face fall. And the voiceover from Katie goes, once Gretchen thought Regina was mad at her, the secrets started pouring out. All I had to do was wait for one we could use. Okay, guys. And now we're at the talent show. (laughs) This talent show is my dream talent show I wish I had been able to be involved in something like this in high school the closest I got was like homecoming pageant this talent show was amazing so (laughs) Mr. Duval is welcoming everyone he asks them to settle down well first he asks them to make some noise and they do and then he's like all right settle down (laughs) three seconds (laughs) later (laughs) so then he uh he he welcomes Damien to the stage and Damien gets up there and he starts singing what is that song it's by Christina Aguilera Miss Norbury is accompanying him on the piano and he looks at her and he goes don't look at me (laughs) she (laughs) looks away and then he starts singing and actually sounds really good but they show backstage and the three girls without Regina are hanging out and Gretchen is like wondering why Regina didn't send her a candy cane gram and Karen goes maybe she forgot about you (laughs) and Katie's like yeah Regina's been weird I mean what something bothering her and then Gretchen says that her parents aren't sleeping in the same room anymore if that's what you mean and then she's like oh no don't tell her I told you that you can hear Damien singing and then somebody throws off shoe at his face it's jason jason's a jerk he keeps singing and then he takes the shoe and he throws it right back at jason's face it's beautiful so gretchen's like i don't know why she would send you when she doesn't even like you and then maybe she's like maybe it feels weird maybe she feels weird around me because i'm the only person that knows about her nose job (laughs) and they're like She's like, oh, my God, pretend you didn't hear that. So then we go back to stage and Kevin G is on the stage and he is rapping with his two buddies. And I'm working on this rap. I'm going to get it perfect for you guys. I'm not going to do it right now, but I'll do it. I'll do it as a special special somewhere. But it's a really horrible rap, Uh, real nasty and dirty. So he gets cut off. It's really cute. Uh, Mr. Duval 
calls them KG and the power of three. He says that was something. Damien is backstage with Janice and he's like, does it bother you that they use your original choreography? And he's talking about the the girls doing their choreography to Jingle Bell Rock because they're getting ready to go on uh, and do their thing. This is where Kevin comes up behind Janice and he's like damn and she's like what he's like I'd rather see you out there shaking that thing (laughs) so we get on stage and the girls are lining up and the curtain is in front of them and they're in their spots to dance and suddenly Regina tells Gretchen to switch sides with Katie and I'm like oh my gosh Regina really is acting weird already even though it's being made up by Katie She's like acting weird toward Gretchen mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why is she already mad at Gretchen? I mean, I, t- I talk about it in a sec. So they start. She's like, no, I'm I've always been on your left. It's going to mess up the choreography. If I go and switch places, it's going to mess everything up. And she's like, well, that was when there were only three of us. Tallest goes in the middle. The whole dance will be backwards. I'm always on your left. And Regina goes, and right now you're getting on my last nerve switch. So Mr. Duvall welcomes Santa's helpers to the stage. And I would really appreciate it if this man would not call them Santa's helpers. I I don't know why. It just gives me the Wiggins real bad. (laughs) The song is on a CD boombox on the stage for some reason. Not piped in from the sound booth. No, on a boombox on the stage. They start dancing. It's... A very sexual dance. Katie's dad is not okay with it. He hates it. Of course, Gretchen messes up the dance because she's on the wrong side. Regina pushes her. She kicks the boombox and it just starts like skipping the CD. Um, And then (laughs) she goes to fix it and she accidentally kicks it and it flies right into Jason's face. (laughs) I love this. I love it so much. She's like, Jason. But then Katie absolutely saves the night. She starts singing uh, where it like cut off. So she's like, what a bright time. And then Aaron joins in from the audience. And then the whole audience joins in. And then Mrs. Norbury gets up and she starts playing the piano to accompany them in the perfect place and it's perfect and it goes great everybody claps everybody loves it it was great Regina is like pissed they're backstage everybody thinks that Katie has a crush on Kevin but really what's going on is like Aaron's back there and Aaron is like that was awesome Gretchen's like oh you like Kevin that's why you're not join the mathletes and then Aaron's like mathletes you hate math and Gretchen's like you're so blushing you love him that is fetch and Regina is so mad because Gretchen likes is, is she mad because Gretchen likes Katie more than she likes Regina does she see that like Katie and Gretchen are actually friends Maybe. and she's kind of jealous and so it's making her mad Like, I really want to get to the bottom of why Gretchen, I mean, why Regina is already mad at Gretchen. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. Oh, my heck. So then we are at the next day. Yep. So we're back in English class and Gretchen is giving a speech about Caesar and she is screaming it to the class (laughs) about why should he be able to stomp around like a giant while the rest of us try not to get smushed under his big feet. What's so great about Caesar? Blah, blah, blah. Just screaming. (laughs) And Katie on the voiceover just says Gretchen Wiener's head cracked. (laughs) So then we're in the bathroom and Gretchen is still screaming, but she's not screaming about uh, Brutus and Caesar anymore she's just 
really mad about what a bad friend Regina is like saying that Regina won't even let her wear hoop earrings because that's Regina's thing and she loves hoop earrings and she's even cheating on Aaron and then she spills the beans that every Thursday Aaron thinks that she's doing SAT prep but really <laughs> she's with Shane Omen in the projection room above the auditorium and then she's like, I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. <laughs> and I'm like, she really is. I think I can't figure this out, but I think she really is a good friend. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so funny that like they have this like standing date to hook up in the projection room every Thursday afternoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so great. So Katie's like, perfect. This is what we've been waiting for. The plan is back on. After Christmas break, we're going to try and help Aaron catch <laughs> Regina in the act. So then we get a series of <laughs> like instances of them trying to do this, where Aaron will like go to go to the uh, practice room for soccer, but there's a note on it that says, <laughs> practice has been moved to the projection room above the auditorium. <laughs> and he just like shrugs and goes up there. And... <laughs> Aaron's so dumb. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's dumb, really but he's cute. pretty. And so he goes up there, and Regina and Shane are there, close to hooking up. They're definitely making out with pants off. And he walks in to hear him coming, so Regina, like, hides and pushes Shane. So when Aaron opens the door, he just sees Shane there in his underwear, and they just, like, kind <laughs> of stare at each other. And then... There's a, a time where Katie has has arranged that Damien is going to grab her bag and run it to the projection room above the auditorium while she's talking to Aaron. And so he comes and he grabs her bag and she goes, it looks like he's headed for the projector room <laughs> above the auditorium. Oh, my gosh. And this time, Damien opens the room first because he gets there. Aaron comes in second and they find Coach Carr and a student making out why did neither of them report this? No, they just look at them and then they're like, Coach Carr? And then Damien's like, Trang Pack? It's so funny. It's real bad. Everybody <laughs> hooks up there, I guess. It's real bad, especially because Coach Carr is the sex ed teacher. And he won't teach the kids about sex. He'll just have sex with them. It's so terrible. It's awful. It's the worst. Uh, we go. We are back. We are at the kitchen table at... Katie's house and they're trying to figure this out they're like we suck at this we're not good at this Damien pulls out a calteen bar and he's like what is this and Katie's like oh they're just nutrition bars like they're to make kids gain weight and then she uh we cut to the cafeteria and she's sitting next to Regina and she's like these are these weird nutrition bar bars my mom uses to lose weight <laughs> and uh so Regina's like give it to me uh, it's all like Swedish or something. She's like, yeah, I don't know. There's like new ingredients in it. Uh, Regina says like very normal ingredients that are definitely available in America, like ephedrine and fetamine, which are really bad for you. <laughs> uh, Katie's like, no, it just like it burns up all your carbs. And Regina says again, I really want to lose three pounds. And then uh, nobody says anything. So she just like looks at the two other girls like. And they're like, oh, my gosh, what are you talking about? You're so skinny. <laughs> and she's like, shut up. She's losing it. Mm -hmm. She's losing control. Yes. So then we get another voiceover. And Katie is saying how it's very weird that she can both hate Regina and want Regina to still like her. <laughs> 
And so they're, for some reason, like, they're all prepping Katie. She's sitting down. They're all, like, <laughs> doing her hair or whatever. And Regina tells her that she has really good eyebrows. <laughs> and they start doing her hair. And she kicks Gretchen out of the way. And Katie notices that the same thing is happening with Gretchen, where the meaner Regina is to her, the more she wants to be friends with her and wants her back. Because for some reason, it's better to be in the plastics, hating life, than it to not be in it at all. Um, because being with the plastics was like being famous. People looked at you. Everybody just knew stuff about you. And fame in high school is the dumbest thing you could possibly try to attain. And so it's just, it's I all bad. Fame, fame like at all. It's just like... My, my little girl wants to be famous so bad and she works really hard and she does all this stuff to like, she's like, I'm going to make a YouTube video. I'm going to do it. She really wants to be famous. And I'm like, honey, trust me, like I'm not famous, but even the like 200 people who know who I am, sometimes I feel so overwhelmed by that, that I can hardly breathe. And then I'm like, if you were famous, you would never be able to relax. Like you would never be able to be yourself. You would never be able to like stop being famous yeah you just become a product yeah so then uh we cut to all of these people talking about katie the same way they talked about regina before about like that's the new girl she's from africa (laughs) one time i saw her wearing army pants and flip-flops so i went and bought army pants and flip-flops uh she's hot she might be hotter than regina george and then we get to the principal and he (laughs) says i hear regina george is dating aaron samuels again the two were seen canoodling at chris ellis's halloween party they've been inseparable ever since (laughs) why (laughs) why does he know all of this why is there why is he being interviewed and why does he know (laughs) like it's so funny um but then we see them all walking down the hall in their pink outfits and their mini skirts and katie walks right into a garbage can and flips head first into (laughs) it and no one stops to help her no just literal legs poking straight out like (laughs) so 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 good so we are at the mall lotion store and katie is looking in the mirror and just literally just like gently touching every possible place of her face so gently just she looks literally plastic she no longer looks like katie she's got just so much makeup on her skin is bronze she's just everything is in its exact right place she's like this i am possessed like i cannot stop talking about regina and every time i'm not talking about her i'm wishing that somebody else would talk about her so i could talk about her and she's there with janice and she's like complaining about regina and janice is like i know i'm just really bored with you talking about regina i've heard all of your stuff it's really funny and she's like why don't you take a night off of your double life and come to my art show like I'm really proud of this like thing I've done come to it and she's like coolness and then Janice is like you stink and she's like Regina gave me some perfume and Janice is like you smell like a baby prostitute and then Katie says thanks oh no it's <laughs> no, not good So then we're back in math class and Katie is doing everything she can to still talk to Aaron, even though he's going out (laughs) with Regina. And so during math, she's like, I don't get this. Do you get any of this? And then Miss Norbury gives her her 
test and she got like a 90 something on it and (laughs) the teacher goes nice job and Aaron's like it kind of seems like you get it and so Katie's like crap I can't just pretend to be bad at math anymore I have to really commit and so then we show her getting her next test and she gets a 68 (laughs) and Kevin just goes damn Africa what happened But Aaron turns back around. They're still sitting by each other. And he asks her how she did. And she says, not good. I think I need a tutor. And Aaron's like, well, I'll tutor you if you ever want to get together after school or something. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. And Regina's or Katie's like, do you think Regina will be mad? And Aaron's like, no, you're friends. Well, actually, maybe we just shouldn't tell her. <laughs> All right. Red flags are <laughs> yeah. flying here. Really bad. Don't do it. So they are at Aaron's house, and they're at the dining room table, whatever, doing their math. Um, She's, you know, she's like, what'd you get? And he's like, well, I got this. And she's like, oh, he's wrong again. Uh, But when I checked it, I got this. Oh, me too. They're talking about math, 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 math. And then Katie's like, well, you're a good tutor, which is like gross. No, he's a terrible tutor. He's bad at math, but she's just doing this to get him to like her. And uh, they kiss and it's a beautiful kiss. It's a lovely kiss. It's a kiss I'd like to kiss. And Aaron's like, no, 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 I can't do this. It's not fair to Regina because he only cares about his friends and his mom and stuff. He's just a good guy. (laughs) And Katie's like, why? Why do you like her? And he's like, well, I mean, she can be nice sometimes. Da, da, da. Um, and he's like, well, why do you like her? And Katie, you know, he's like, look, everybody's got good and bad. She's just more upfront about it. And Katie's like, oh, no, it was coming up. The word vomit. I didn't mean to say it, but and then she just she just spews out. He, she's cheating on you. And then Aaron is like, what? And you can see that he's just devastated. And then we get this great shot of the blackboard. And Janice is just crossing off Aaron Samuels, mm-hmm. the very top of the board. So then we're at Regina's house. They're sitting on her bed with Karen and Gretchen. And Karen's asking Regina, like, what did he say? And Regina's really upset. And she's like, someone told him about Shane Omen. And Gretchen's just like, who? (laughs) (laughs) And Regina's like, some guy on the baseball team. And Karen's confused. Baseball team? (laughs) This is Aaron once again being a good guy. Uh Yep. And Regina's like, I gave him everything. I was half a virgin when I met him. What does that mean? I have no idea. I don't know. (laughs) So Karen tries to cheer Regina up. And she's like, do you want to do something? Do you want to go to Taco Bell? And Regina gets pissed. She's like, I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. God, Karen, you're so stupid. So mean. And then Gretchen is just desperate to, like, console Regina and she's like wait talk to me and Regina's like nobody understands me and Gretchen is like I understand you and they leave and so then it's just Katie and Karen in the room and Katie tells Karen you're not stupid and Karen goes no actually I am I'm failing almost everything which poor Karen has just slid under every radar of like girl person who needs help with school Okay, she's pretty probably and she's a girl. Yeah, no, I I thought about this a lot last night after we were done watching it. I kept thinking about how I feel like I really relate to Karen on so many levels. Like if I had to be like, what mean girl are you? I'd be like, I'm Karen 100 percent because I was I mean, like I never got to the point where I was like popular like Karen, but I was like really cute and the teachers thought I was just cute and I was like 
I could talk to people and I could do funny things and I was like talented and but when it came down to it I fell through the cracks too like I got really bad at math and then instead of anybody helping me I just continued to be really bad at math and I I got really bad grades and instead of anybody like stepping in and being like how can we get your grades up it was just like no that girl just has bad grades she's just dumb and so I was like really a lot of the time people thought I was just like dumb like a dumb cute girl always Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I was like literally married to Mark and went back to college and had a 4-0 the whole time that I was like I'm not dumb it took until I was an adult almost 30 years old before I realized that I'm not stupid it was just that like I was treated that way and nobody cared because I was cute Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm I'm Karen yeah and Katie's just like, well, there's got to be something you're good at. And Karen's like, well, I can put my whole fist in my mouth. Do you want to see? <laughs> she goes to do it. Katie stops her for some reason. I know. I'd be like, yeah, I want to yes! see that girl. Show me. <laughs> I'll try it too. But she's like, no, is there anything else? And Karen's like, well, I'm kind of psychic. I have a fifth sense. <laughs> and Katie just lets her continue thinking <laughs> that, that she usually yeah. has four. But I think it's really sweet of her to instead of being like, you're wrong no that's stupid she goes what do you mean and this to me is like that's a sign of a homeschooled kid whose whose parents instead of correcting her asked her what she meant so that she could then learn what she was wrong about Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think homeschooling is awesome bt dubs yeah and karen's like well it's like i have espn or something um my boobs can only always tell when it's gonna (laughs) rain and katie's like that's amazing and karen's like well they can tell when it's raining. <laughs> All right. So we're back at school and Katie is just amazed that Aaron didn't immediately want to be her boyfriend. <laughs> but it's like, um, you know, he's he's sad. But she's like Regina had already moved on and they show Regina making out on the bed with some new boy. And mom comes in and is like, do you guys need anything? Drinks? Da 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 condoms let me know love you <laughs> like runs out um but katie's like overall it's going fine Erin dumped regina she was unknowingly eating five thousand calories a day it was time to turn our re- attention to the army of skanks they're all sitting in their classes and there's an announcement over the intercom about the nominees for spring fling queen so they say Regina George and we shows Gina, Regina in her class and everybody in the class like politely claps. And then they show Gretchen in her class and everybody that says Gretchen and Regina is like and everybody claps for Gretchen. It's very nice. And then <laughs> they say Janice Ian and everybody just sits there staring and Janice is like, what did you do to Damien? And Damien's like. and so Damien stuffed it with her and then uh Regina's like what is happening to the world the announcements and the final nominee for spring fling queen is Katie Heron and everybody claps and and Katie's like oh Damien you're so funny you didn't have to put me in too that's not part of the plan and Damien's like no I didn't put you in there Katie just can't believe it like she's actually nominated for spring fling queen Mm -hmm. new girl yep so now it is time for Regina to go and get her dress <laughs> for the spring fling. And she, all the way back in January, she knew what dress she wanted. So she went and put a hold on it at a store called 135, <laughs> which 
which only carry sizes one, three, and five. We simply should burn it to the ground. It shouldn't exist. There was a dr- there was a dress shop like that when I was a teenager called Five Seven Nine. I used to get tons of clothes there, tons. Ah, uh, but Regina needs the rest of the girls' opinions before she can actually buy it. So she's there. She's trying it on. She has it about zipped up to the small of her back, but she can't get it the rest of the way. So she comes out of the changing room, asks for help. Karen goes over and just is like, it won't close. And Regina tells her it's a five. Gretchen is like, it must be marked wrong. It's fine. And Regina goes over to Katie and she's like, all I've been eating are these bars. They suck. And so Katie has to backtrack and she's like, no, this is how they work. Uh, They've burned off all your carbs. So now you're just all water. But soon you're going to lose your water weight and you're going to drop 10 pounds. (laughs) It's the most convoluted, horrible thing. But it's all on the label. And Regina's like, you know, Swedish. And Katie's like, everyone in Africa can read Swedish. (laughs) So then Karen goes over and is like, do you have it in the next size up? And the lady says, no, sorry, we only carry sizes one, three, and five. You can try Sears. And Regina <laughs> is disgusted by this news. All right. So they've crossed off now. Hot body. Because <laughs> she's more off. than a size five. <laughs> right? She's now a size seven. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what I wouldn't uh, give. <laughs> okay. So. We are in class, and Mrs. Norbury is like, Katie, I need your parents to sign this so that they know you're failing. And she's like, failing? Mrs. Norbury is like, all right, so I get your quizzes, and you do all the work right, but all the answers are wrong. Really? Yeah, like, she's like, I know that having a boyfriend seems like the most important thing in the world right now, but you don't have to be dumb to get guys to like you. Um, she's like, I know, how would I know, right? I'm divorced and broke from getting divorced, blah, blah, blah. She's like, but you know why, um, I'm so miserable? Cause I'm a pusher. <laughs> I push people. I pushed my husband into law school. So she's like, I push myself and you know what? I'm going to push you because you're smarter than this. And Katie's like, thanks, Mrs. Nurbury. And if there's anything I can do for extra credit, please let me know. <laughs> Mrs. Nervery, oh, I will. So then we get Katie complaining about this interaction at Regina's house to the girls. And she's like, she's failing me on purpose because I didn't join the stupid mathletes. And then she says she was so queer, which is just like. <laughs> what a weird thing to weird. say. And she's like, I'm a pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher. And Regina's like, I don't even know what that means. And Gretchen's like, a drug pusher? (laughs) And Katie's like, probably. She said she worked three jobs. She probably sells drugs on the side to pay for her pathetic divorce. (gasps) No, divorce is great. Yeah, dude. If you don't like them anymore, bye. Goodbye. I don't know why we don't have more divorce parties, because that seems more exciting (laughs) than weddings, honestly. (laughs) So... Gretchen goes over and gets the burn book and tells Katie to journal her feelings into the book. (laughs) And we get the voiceover of Katie saying, I know it may look like I'd become a bitch, but that's only because I was acting like a bitch. (laughs) So we're in homeroom and she is, uh, is that where, were you, did you have more? Mm -mm. Okay. We're in homeroom and she's absolutely primping and preening. She's got her little mirror and she's, fixing her lippy and she's fixing her hair and her face and her friends are just like ugh, 
uh, Janice was like, I called you last night. How come you didn't call me back? Um, she's like, I got busy. And then Janice tries again where she's like, I can give you a ride to my art show if um, if you want to come this weekend. And Katie's like, oh, no, no, I have to go to Madison with my parents. I'm so sorry. And then Damien's like, well, come over tonight. And she's like, no way, I'm doing plastic sabotage. And they're like, we don't have anything planned for tonight. And Katie's like, oh, nope, I planned this one on my own. Bye. Love you. And uh, then she's on the phone with Regina. And she's like, Gretchen thinks you're mad at her because she's running for for spring fling queen. I cannot say spring Spring, fling fling, queen. queen. So Regina responds and she's like, I'm not mad at her. I'm worried about her. I think somebody nominated her as a joke or something. (laughs) She's going to have a meltdown when she doesn't win. And then I'm going to have to clean it up. And Regina's in her kitchen eating a donut. And the camera like pans over to Kylie who's watching Girls Gone Wild and on the on the TV the girls are flashing and so Kylie's pulling her shirt up too so you know that's awesome no and Katie's like you don't think anyone's gonna vote for her and Regina says no she's not pretty that sounds bad but whatever but the spring fling queen is always pretty it should be Karen but everyone thinks she's just such a slut and forgets about her (laughs) anyway I gotta go to bed and so Katie's also been on the call with Gretchen this whole time. And she's like, well, I guess she's not mad at you. But Gretchen needs to call Karen. And so they ring Karen in. And Gretchen says to Karen, you'd want to know if someone said something bad about you, right? And Karen says, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Gretchen goes, well, what if it was your friend? And then right at that moment, Regina's is calling Karen. So Karen uh, says, just a second, and switches over to talk to Regina and Gretchen tells Katie she's not going to stand for this anymore. She's going to take care of it. Katie's like, awesome, you do that. And then Karen to Regina, we get the four-way split screen, which is perfect. <laughs> and Regina is asking Karen to go out. And Karen's like, okay, hold on. I'm on the phone with, with Gretchen. And Regina says, don't invite Gretchen. So Karen's like, okay, hold on. So she switches the call back to Gretchen, and she's like, it's Regina. She wants to hang out tonight, but she told me not to tell you. (laughs) And Gretchen's just like, don't do it. And Karen's like, but why? And she's like, you don't want me to tell you. And Karen's like, well, no, tell me, but just a second. And she thinks that she switched back to Regina, and she says, oh, my God, she's so annoying, but she's still talking to Gretchen. (laughs) And she's like, hold on. (laughs) And then she actually changes it to Regina and says, oh, my God, she's so annoying. And Regina's like, I know, get rid of her. And so Karen's like, okay, switches back to Gretchen and is like, what is it? And Gretchen tells her that Regina says everyone hates you because you're such a slut. And Karen's like, she said that? And Gretchen's like, yeah, you didn't hear it from me. And then they hang up with Karen. And so uh, Katie says to Gretchen, it's a little harsh, but Gretchen's like, whatever, she has a right to know. And so then the screen is just split between Karen and Regina. And Karen says to her, I can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. And Regina just says, boo, you whore. And Karen's <laughs> face, she is absolutely horrified that, in fact, Regina does think she's a slut. So. Oh, man. So it is the next day at a school. And they're um, at the table, and <laughs> Regina's just eating and eating and eating. She has no less than one croissant, one muffin, one hot dog, one just, she has so much food on her tray. 
And Gretchen is like, Regina, we have to talk to you. And Regina goes, is butter a carb? And Katie just goes, yes. yes. <laughs> so then they're like, you're wearing sweatpants. It's Monday. And she's like, so? And Karen's like, it's against the rules. You can't sit with us. And then the queen herself says, those rules aren't real. She totally betrays them. And Karen's like, they were real the day I wore a vest. <laughs> I would love to see her in a vest. Um Regina's like, that vest was disgusting. And then Gretchen, who loves the rules, just screams, you can't sit with us. And Regina just like, for a second, is like, these sweatpants are all that fit me right now. And then she's like, stands up, grabs her tray full of food. And is like, fine, you can walk home. And then she bumps into this like bigger girl. Her name is Emma. And she go and the girl goes, watch where you're going fat ass and just every single person laughs and then we get the cross off of army of skanks yep bam <laughs> so regina has been thwarted they cut off all her resources Ugh. and so now katie finds herself being followed around by gretchen and karen wherever she goes and they're asking her what she's doing this weekend and she tells her that she already has plans but they just keep being like, what? What do you mean? Why? No, don't go. <laughs> and so Katie's like, I guess I can stay. And they're like, yeah. And so Katie's like, am I the new queen bee? <laughs> Super confused. So we're at home and it's dinner time. And uh, Katie's like, well, I don't want to go with you guys to Madison because I told Janice I would go to her art show. And the mom is like, but we have been wanting to go Lady Smith Black Mombazo for months. And Katie's like, I can't go, I promised. And then dad, dad comes in with the dad logic and is like, I think Katie's old enough to spend one night on her own. And then Katie self-awarely <laughs> realizes that she has learned how to control everyone around her. Ew. And she takes complete advantage of that. And so it, she's, it's her talking to Aaron and she's like, hey, I'm having a get together at my house tomorrow night. He clarifies, is Regina going to be there? And she says, <laughs> no, do you think I'm an idiot? It's just going to be a few cool people. And so he's like, fine, I'll go. And then she's like, shut up. I love that shirt on you. <laughs> Oh, gross. Okay, so mom and dad are leaving, and they drive away, and, like, right after they drive away, this huge, like, black SUV pulls up, and it's Gretchen's SUV. <laughs> and Katie's like, all right, Aaron's going to be in my house tonight. Everything has to be perfect. She's like, I don't want to be in that stupid costume again when he sees me, but then she comes down in an equally stupid costume, literally. Uh -huh. She doesn't want to be seen in a bright an ex-wife costume but she's willing to be seen in the smallest dress that she could possibly squeeze into with her bra poking out boobs about to fall out of the top of it opaque tights and boots that don't go with it yeah it's bad very confusing outfit <laughs> and the tights are like cotton and the sh the dress is satin it's not good you guys it's not good and the, the girls love it. Gretchen and Karen think it's great. Um, she's like, I hope I got enough cheese and crackers. I got enough for eight people. And they're like, yeah, that'll be enough. But no, it's not enough because like every single person in the world comes to her house. Like the frat guys are just walking in the whole time. She's walking around looking for Aaron, but she can't find him. But he does get there. They keep like crossing paths. 
one really cool thing that I super love is that like Jason shows up and uh, now that Gretchen is allowed to like him she like totally goes for it and they like you know they totally hook up she's like I love you uh Taylor like takes off Mm -hmm. uh anyway so People are going crazy. People are drinking. There's a million people there. It's really messed up. So while Katie is trying to take care of all the chaos inside, we cut outside and we see Regina with Shane pull up outside Katie's (laughs) house. She sees all the cars outside. You can tell there's tons of people in there. Regina's just like, I cannot believe she thinks that she can have a party and not invite me. Who does she think she is? And Shane's just like, yeah, you're right, hon. And Regina's like, I like invented her. It's really gross, but it's really true. Mm -hmm. But see, that's the problem. Like, you can't just, like, invent somebody and then get mad when they're, like, your invention. Yeah, when they act exactly like you. When they're exactly what you wanted them to be. Kevin comes in and he's like, what's up? Gretchen came to talk to me. (laughs) Is Gretchen trying? She is trying so hard. Kevin's like, look, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I only date women of color. And Katie's like, I have to pee. Um, she walks in to, is it her bedroom? Random people making out. And she's like, get out. She goes into the bathroom. And while she's in the bathroom, Aaron finally goes up and he opens the door to her bedroom. So while she's in the bathroom, Aaron comes in and he finds her room. And he walks in there and he loves her room. Like, he thinks it's so cute. He thinks it's so good. And he sees on her dresser, there's like a picture of her and the plastics. And he picks it up to look at it. And then he notices that behind it is like this really cute picture of Katie with like an elephant when she was a little girl. And he is like, this is the girl of my dreams. Like you can just tell that he's like really into her because she's sweet and whatever. And she comes out of the bathroom and he's like, hey. And she's like, oh, hey. And he's like, I've been looking for you everywhere. And she's like, me too. And then he looks at her and he goes, wow, you look new clothes. (laughs) (laughs) In his head, he's thinking that is the ugliest effing dress I've ever seen. It's really bad. And then she goes, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You look new clothes. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> and then he does the right thing where he's like, do you want to go downstairs? And she's like, "Nah, let's stay here. So they sit on the bed and he's like, well, thanks for getting me to come out tonight. He's, he's been having some depression. He's been feeling bad and sad. And she's like, yeah, of course. And he's like, I wasted too much time being pissed off at Regina. No more liars. And then she goes, I would never lie to you. And then she's like, wait, no, just kidding. I did lie to you once, but it's, you're going to think it's funny when I tell you. And he's like, okay, tell me. And so she's like, I pretended to be bad at math so you'd help me. I'm actually good at math. You're bad at math. Anyway, now I'm failing. Isn't that funny? And he's like, wait a minute. You're failing on purpose. That's stupid. And she's like, no, not on purpose. I just wanted a reason to talk to you. And then he goes, why didn't you just talk to me? And then... She's had way too much to drink. She's been drinking on and off this whole night, uh, mostly on. And she goes, because I couldn't because of Regina, because you were her property. And that's where it shuts down for Aaron. And he's like, no. And she's like, no, shut up. Not her property. And he's like, don't tell me to shut up. Like He's so sick of these dumb girls. And Katie's like, no. And then he's like, ew, you are just like a clone of Regina. And she's like, oh, no, no, you're not listening to me. And then 
She goes in her voiceover, oh no, it was coming up again. Word vomit. No, wait a minute. And then Regina busts through the door and goes, what is this? And then the voiceover goes, actual vomit. And Katie just pukes all over Aaron's lap. It's the worst. Mm -hmm. It's the worst. You just hear him go, ew. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) So then Aaron walks out the front door. Katie's running after him like, wait, come back. Okay, call me. (laughs) (laughs) And then Janice and Damien pull up. Janice is out of the sunroof yelling at Katie, (laughs) calling her a liar. Katie's like, I'm sorry, I can explain. And she's like, explain how you forgot to invite us to your party. And Damien's like, I can't stop the car. I have a curfew. (laughs) So they're just like slowly driving past Katie's house while Katie's like running after the car in her stupid outfit. And Katie's like, I couldn't invite you. I had to pretend to be plastic. And Janice is like, no, you're not pretending anymore. You are plastic. And Damien reminds her of their past curfew. And Janice just goes off like, did you have an awesome time with your awesome friends and your awesome drinks and just sit and be awesome with each other? And Katie's like, well, you're the one who made me like this for your eighth grade revenge. Oh. And Janice is like, no, listen, me and Regina, we know we're mean. You try to act so innocent. But you know what? (laughs) And Katie cuts her off and she's like, it's not my fault you're in love with me or something. Damien slams on the brakes. Oh, no, she did not just say that. And then Janice is like, no, listen, you think that everybody is in love with you. Actually, everybody hates you. Like Aaron, he broke up with Regina and he still didn't want you. Why are you still messing with this? I'll tell you why. It's because you are a mean girl. And then she takes her huge rolled up piece of... Canvas, canvas chucks it at her and goes you can have this it won a prize and then she gets in the car they drive away and out the window Damien just screams at her I want my pink shirt back <laughs> so then we get back to in front of um the house and Shane is like chasing down Regina who's just like so mad and he's like hun slow down I hate the way he calls her hun over and it's so gross and she's like I just can't trust anyone and then he she pulls out a Caltine bar and she starts like snarfing it down and he's like ew why are you eating a Caltine bar I hate those like we used to have to eat those when we (laughs) when we were wanting to move up a weight class and Regina just goes what And then Shane's like, yeah, they make you gain weight like crazy. And then you guys, she goes, mother, and she spits out the chocolate. And then it's just a scream. It's like she screams from that moment. They drive all the way home, I'm sure. She gets all the way to her bedroom. She goes to her door of pictures and she pulls down a picture. She's still screaming while all this is happening. She pulls down a picture of her and Katie and she cuts it in half and it's just like the scream is becoming this like primal like groaning and she she cuts it in half and she opens up the burn book and she writes this girl is the nastiest skank bitch I've ever met. Do not trust her. She is a fugly slut. And then she finally stops like like the screaming thing. And they show her face. And she's just like satisfied. She's like, I 
finally did it. She's got this look, and then these they shows the picture, and it's a, she has glued the side of the picture that her face is on onto that page. Mm-hmm. Wow, Regina. <laughs> so then it shows that she has taken the burn book to the principal's office, and she's sitting there with Mr. Duval crying with a tissue in her hand, and she's like, "I found this in the girls' bathroom. It is so mean." And he's flipping through it and he's reading all of these <laughs> terrible things. And he's like, is this true that this student made out with Coach Carr? And he flips it over and he's like, good Lord, what does that say? Caitlin is a what? And Regina goes, a fat whore. Continues crying. <laughs> and he's like, okay, calm down. And Regina's like, I can't believe someone would write this. It's so mean. And he's like, it's fine. We're going to figure out who did it. And then Regina says to him there's only three girls in the whole school who aren't in it (laughs) so guess where we get to go now we're back into uh health class and coach Carr is like at your age you're gonna be having a lot of urges he knows all about urges of kids their age you're gonna want to take off your clothes and touch each other but don't touch each other you will get chlamydia and die um and the kids are like uh coach And then, uh, oh, the, this girl comes in with, like, a note, and he hands it to Coach Carr. Uh, she hands it to Coach Carr. And Coach Carr goes, Katie, they want to see you in the principal's office. And all the kids go, ooh. And then he starts writing down chlamydia on the board, but it's K-L-A. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Duval, uh, we're in the hallway, and Mr. Duval is like, in here, Miss Heron. And you just see this death stare. Mm-hmm. Well, because Regina walks out as Katie walks in, and the look that Regina gives Katie is just uh, pure, like, evil genius. Like, so she's good. like, I have defeated you. <laughs> so Katie goes in, and she's like, what is going on? He tells her to sit down, and he shows her the book, and he's like, have you ever seen this before? Uh, Gretchen and Karen are already in there. And she's like, no, I mean, yes, I, I've seen it, but it's not mine. And he's like, you need to get your story straight because we're taking this very seriously. And Gretchen's just like, it's not ours. It's Regina's. She's trying to make it look like we wrote it, but really she wrote it. And then <laughs> the principal says to Gretchen, why would Regina refer to herself as a fugly slut? <laughs> and Karen laughs because he does say it in a funny way. He says it in a funny way, but also she knows that that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's a funny thing. And he tells her she shouldn't be laughing. So she stops and he's like, we have to figure this out. So we cut to the hallway and Regina George is wandering through the hallway and she's got this her whole arm is just full of like a stack of copies and these are copies of the pages from the burn book and she's taking them and she's like putting them on lockers and she's shoving them in piles under doors under classroom doors and she's throwing them haphazardly all over the hallway and then Gretchen tells the principal, we're probably not in that book because we're really popular and I don't want to be punished for being well-liked. <laughs> and she throws in her dad card. Like, I don't think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be too pleased to hear about this. So then the bell rings and people start coming out of their classrooms. And a lot of them already have some of the pages in their hands as they walk out of the classroom and they're looking at them. And a bunch of them are just picking them up off of the floor. And this one girl grabs it and she goes... Made out with a hot dog? Oh, my God, that was one time. And I would like to defend her because that's actually a funny thing to do. Like, 
funny <laughs> funny and solid and then the other girl is like don schweitzer has a huge ass who would write that and then her friend goes who wouldn't write that and they start fighting <laughs> like physically fist fighting and then um Jason grabs one and he's like, Trang Pack made out with Coach Carr, and so did Sun Jin Din. And these girls are right behind him and they're walking down the hall and they're like, oh, You little slut, you're the slut. And they start fighting, and everybody at this point is fighting. It's all out chaos. The jungles of Africa have come to the school. Thanks to Katie being there. I mean, thanks to Regina, but seriously. And then Miss Norby, Norbury comes out, and she's trying to, like, break up a fight, which don't. No, you don't need to. No, don't try to. And she gets hit. Her glasses get knocked off of her face. It's not good. Mm-hmm. So then the principal is asking the girls if they have anything they want to say. Gretchen says, no, I cannot answer any more questions until I have a parent or a lawyer present, (laughs) which her daddy taught her exactly what to say. That truly is the right thing to say. And the principal asks Karen and she's like, well, whoever wrote it probably didn't think anyone else would ever read it. (laughs) And he just goes, I really hope that nobody else ever sees it. (laughs) So when Mrs. Norbury fell on the the ground she saw her own page that said that she's a pusher and a drug dealer and she's very upset about it um Kristen Hadley's boyfriend the boy from the beginning who sits next to her and they start making out he's like on the phone and he's like mom can you come pick me up I'm scared and then you see Damien and he's got a page and he's like Janice Ian Dyke and Janice is like well that's original and then Damien goes too gay to function and Janice that's only okay when I say it. Um, so everybody's like just fighting. Did you write this? No, I swear. Then you told somebody. She told you. <laughs> I mean, it's just people are screaming. People are fighting. Shirts are coming off. Guys are loving it. It's a complete nightmare. Mm-hmm. So the principal tells the girls like, okay, here's what we're going to do. And then one of the staff comes in and he's like Ron come quick they've gone wild the girls have gone wild and he just sighs turns around and picks up a bat from behind his desk and walks out the door into the hallway you hear a voiceover from Katie and she goes it was full tilt jungle madness and they walk out into the hallway and the girls are like oh no and Katie like tries she like blinks and then she opens her mouth, her eyes, and it's still happening. And she blinks, and it's still happening. And she's like, and it wasn't going away. And then you see Coach Carr, and he's got the two girls. He's, like, breaking up their fight. And uh, Coach Carr is like, hey, I pulled these two off each other. And Mr. Duval is like, step away from the underage girls. And then he's trying to, like, help kids and, like, break up fights. But then they keep hitting him. And he's like, I did not leave the south side for this. <laughs> and then this girl's like, so he so he takes his bat and he doesn't hit anybody. It's fine. He just uses it to break the fire alarm and get it going with the sprinklers. And so the sprinklers are breaking up the fights. Everybody stops fighting. The fire alarm is going off. The girl's screaming about her hair. And he tells all the girls, the all junior girls, to report to the gymnasium immediately. Yep. And so we're in the gym. Everybody's sitting there. Katie's the last one to walk in. And she goes, have you ever walked up to people and realized they were just talking about you? Have you ever had it happen 60 times in a row? Because everyone just stops talking and turns and stares at her. So she goes and she sits down and the principal stands up and he says, never in my 14 years have I ever seen anything like this, especially from ladies. I have parents on the phone asking, did someone get shot? Uh, He says that he should 
cancel the dance. Everybody's like, no, what are we going to do? <laughs> and he goes, I'm not going to do that because we've already paid the DJ. But he's like, we're taking this seriously. Coach Carr has fled school property. Miss <laughs> Norbury is being accused of selling drugs. All of you guys need help. So we're going to have like a class-wide therapy session here. And I will keep you here all night. And then the lady's like, we can't keep them here p- past four. He goes like, I'll keep you here till four. <laughs> so he starts walking around and he's like, we need to work on your communication skills and how you relate to each other. So who has a lady problem? A lady problem. That they want to talk about. <laughs> so this girl in the front row is like, raises her hand and he's like, all right, go ahead. And she goes, someone in that book wrote that I was lying about being a virgin because I use super jumbo tampons, but I can't help it if I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. <laughs> and the principal's just like, okay, I'm out. Uh, Miss Norbury, you're a successful, intelligent, caring, graceful, beautiful, <laughs> sexy, dateable woman. Is he, is he Edward Cullen now? <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, I am. And he's like, yeah, please take over. Say something to help their self-esteem. And she's like, they don't need any help with their self-esteem. <laughs> but okay, I'll try. So she has everyone close their eyes. Raise your hand if you've ever um, had a girl say something about you behind your back. And everyone raises their hands. Open your eyes. Okay, do it again. This time, raise your hand if you've said something bad about someone behind their back. Everybody raises their hands. Open your eyes. Okay, there's been some girl-on-girl crime. <laughs> I hate that so much. It's bad. So she's like, okay, we have a couple exercises we're going to go through to help you express your anger in a healthy way. And so we get a voiceover and Katie says that she had everybody confront whoever directly and just talk about their problems and how every group of girls had something that was going on. So we get the tea with the softball girls about how ever since so-and-so switched positions she's been really stuck up and the Vietnamese girls are all like I can't believe you're scamming on my boyfriend are they talking about coach Carr they might be I hate it and as they're going through Regina's getting real sick of having to sit through this and so she stands up and she's like can I just say we don't have a click problem um some of us are just victims and Miss Norbury's like yeah probably but everybody raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by Regina George everybody's hands go up the entire staff the principal <laughs> and so she just kind of looks at Regina and it's like okay who's next and she calls on Katie And she's like, do you have anything you want to own up to? And in her head, she goes, yes. And she (laughs) says no out loud. And she's like, you never made up a rumor. And in her head, she goes, just that you sold drugs. But she says no. And she's like, there's nothing you want to apologize for. And Katie thinks, there's nothing I can say without taking the blame for the whole book. And so she just says no. The teacher's disappointed in her. And she's like, okay, (laughs) we're here because of this book. We don't know who wrote it, but you guys have to stop calling each other names, specifically sluts and whores, because it only makes it okay for guys to call you sluts and whores. Eh, eh. That's a thing. It is a thing. And it was it was good. Like it was good to say this in like 2003 Mm -hmm. when this movie came out. Yeah. I think now we have like a greater understanding of like we can call ourselves whatever we want to call ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um. And it doesn't matter what we're allowing men to call us because we don't need to 
ever worry about how we're being defined by men. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, then they have an exercise of who's ever been called a slut, raise your hand, and everybody <laughs> does. And then they move on to their next All right, thing. so Mrs. Norbury came up with this great plan. And when I say great, I mean it's not great, but it's a plan. So what she's done is she's had all the girls write all apologies to people that they'd hurt in their lives on those little three by five cards. And then everybody's gathered around this table in the gym. And one by one, the girls stand on the table to read their apologies. And then they do a trust fall into the crowd. And while this is happening, there's classical music playing. It's really (laughs) awful. So the girls are getting up there and they're saying apologies to each other. But none of these are a good apology. For example, Alyssa, I'm sorry I called you a gap-toothed bitch. It's not your fault you're so (laughs) gap-toothed. And then Karen goes, Gretchen, I'm sorry I laughed at you that time you got diarrhea at Barnes and Noble, and I'm sorry I told everyone about it, and I'm sorry for repeating it now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's just two examples of these really bad. There's a girl who doesn't even go there who goes up, gets up, and says something. BTW, Damien has snuck into the. <laughs> Damien's been thing. there the whole time. All he did to disguise himself, even though he's a foot taller than everybody else, is he put his hood on and his sunglasses and he tightened up his hood sh- real tight around just the space <laughs> so he can breathe. It's really great. Mm-hmm. So he's like, she doesn't even go here. And <laughs> Miss Nervy's like, do you even go to this school? And the girl goes, no, I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> so they're doing this activity and it's really awful. And then um, Gretchen gets up there and she's like, I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular. And uh, then she goes to do the trust fall and everybody walks away except for Karen. And Karen just like looks at her so lovingly and puts her arms out. But then she just falls on top of Karen. It's really (laughs) great. It's really beautiful. So um, Katie, it's almost her turn and she gets really scared and she goes and she walks to the end of the line and Janice is there and Janice is like, screw this. So she jumps up and she gets on the table and she pulls out her card and she goes to say it and Regina goes, oh my God, it's her dream come true, diving into a big pile of girls. And so Janice is like, okay, you know what? Screw you. And she puts the card in her pocket and she's like, I'm changing this up. So she gives this whole big speech about how like she got this new friend this year she's a new girl she convinced her that it would be fun to mess up regina george's life they pretended to be friends with regina just so that they could mess with her and make her do dumb stuff and make her fat and oh yeah caddy my friend caddy she made out with regina's boyfriend he he broke up with her and god we gave you foot cream instead of a face wash and then she goes i am so sorry regina really i don't know why i did it And then she says my favorite, it's probably because I've got a big lesbian crush on you. Suck on that. Flings herself into the crowd and they like crowd carry her out like screaming Janice, Janice, Janice the whole way out. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. And Regina, of course, is like mortified and she runs out and Katie follows her out. Yep. So Katie's like, I'm so I didn't mean for that to happen. And Regina's like, what? Find out that everybody hates me. I don't care. 
And she's just like, please stop. And Regina's just like, no, do you know what everyone says about you? They say that you're a homeschooled jungle freak who's a less hot version of me. So don't try to act so innocent. You can take that fake apology and shove it right up your hairy. And she has walked towards her mom because her mom's parked across the street from the school waiting for her. And she's standing in the middle of the road. And right at that moment, the bus hits her, smacks right into her. And Katie on the voiceover goes, and that's how Regina George died. (laughs) No, I'm kidding, but she did get hurt. Some people say they saw her head turn all the way around. That's just a rumor. Some people swear they saw me push her in front of the bus. That was an even worse rumor. Yeah, I legit thought she died when I first saw the movie. So we're at dinner at home, at Katie's home. And her parents are um, obviously and understandably really disappointed in her. It's really bad. The mom doesn't know why her vases are under the sink. Katie still, she won't even admit that she had a party. She doesn't want to be in more trouble. The mom, like, leaves uh, leaves the room. She's so mad and so disappointed. And Katie's like, great, all my friends hate me and my mom hates me. And dad goes, your mom doesn't hate you. She's afraid of you. And man, that is like some deep mom stuff. Like how scary is it to be like, I don't, you know, like you're doing these awful, horrible things and I don't even recognize you anymore. And I am actually scared of my own child. Like it's scary. Um, and then he's like, maybe we mainstream schooled you too soon. <laughs> At 16 as a junior mm-hmm. was too soon. Um, and she's like, no, I have to go back. And he's like, it's going to be bad. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be like a warthog being attacked by lions. And she, he's like, no, you're the lion. You're still an excellent student, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, actually, I'm failing. And he's like, oh, you're, what do they call it? Grounded. You're grounded. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get grounded? <laughs> I never got grounded. Not Did in I my ever life. get parented? I know. My parents, that would have been <laughs> so much work for them to actually ground me. Please. Yeah, never. No, I mean, I never did anything that would warrant a grounding. I but did. They never would have. Anyway, yeah, no, I, think. I didn't ever get <laughs> grounded. I whatever. No. So it's homeschool the next morning and Janice and Damien have removed the desk that <laughs> Katie usually sits in right next Where to did Damien. They, did they put it in the hallway? They just, it's so gone. <laughs> and so she has to sit in the desk in front of that, which is behind the kid who farts. And so she sits down. He farts whatever um she goes to the cafeteria the next day and looks around doesn't have anywhere to sit again so she eats lunch in the bathroom and then we are in math class and the principal's in there asking all of the kids if their teacher ever tried (laughs) to sell them marijuana or ecstasy tablets and some guy's like no and kevin's like what are marijuana tablets (laughs) i love kevin so much (laughs) and katie walks in and she's like what is going on where's mrs norbury And Aaron's like, this is ridiculous. Mrs. Norbury did not sell drugs. And Mr. Duvall's just like, I know. But the allegations against Coach Carr were very true. And so the school board wants us to investigate every claim. And Aaron's like, that book was written by a bunch of stupid girls who are bored and don't have lame lives. And Mr. Duvall's like, well, unless someone wants to come and take the blame for it, this is what we have to do. And so Katie thinks to herself oh no bye Aaron you're gonna hate me forever and she stands up and she says Mr. Duval, I wrote it and he just looks at her and says all right come on Katie all right so in the next scene we we hear 
Katie talking about how when you get bit by a snake, you're supposed to suck the poison out. And she's like, that's what I had to do. Suck all the poison out of my life. I started with Regina, who was living proof (laughs) that the more people are scared of you, the more flowers you get. So we're walking up to Regina's castle that she lives in uh, and they show her in bed and she's in full traction. And she's just covered with balloons and flowers and there's people all around her. Uh, We show her, we show um, Katie bring her quiz up to Miss Norbury's desk. And she's like, here's my quiz. Miss Norbury is like, oh, hi, did you want to buy some drugs? (laughs) Maybe too soon for that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Katie's like... Uh, I'm just done with my quiz. Aaron, while Katie's up there talking to Miss Norbury, gets up so that he can sharpen his pencil Mm -hmm. while he's listening to their conversation. And Mrs. Norbury is like, I'll I'll grade it now. I got to say, watching the police search my house is really the cherry on top of a fantastic year. Did you get in trouble? She's like, yes. Uh, But she's like, you know, you didn't write that whole book by yourself. Why didn't you tell who else did it and she's like no I'm trying this new thing where I don't talk about people behind their backs and Aaron's like yeah that's all right getting hit by a bus is pretty good punishment (laughs) I mean everybody knows that Regina Regina. wrote that book Miss Norbury says she got a 94 and Aaron goes welcome back nerd it's great and she's like happy about it Mrs. Norbury has figured out the extra credit that she's gonna give Katie we pull up to the Mathletes Championship, and <laughs> it's Katie, Kevin, and these two other guys. And they walk into the room, and Kevin looks around, and he goes, Excellent! We have a great turnout this year. And there's maybe a total of 25 people in the audience <laughs> in this huge auditorium. <laughs> and then we see Regina is getting ready for spring fling, and she has her dress on. She has all of her equipment on. <laughs> And it's her mom literally ripping a bar out of her, like, brace. It was in the way of the dress. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see Gretchen getting ready. She has to take out her retainer. Karen's getting ready. She has these rhinestones that she's putting on her chest in the shape of a K. But she's doing it in the mirror, so it's backwards. But when she looks down, it also is still a K. So she's like, this is perfect. And then uh, Katie is putting on her uniform. And so... We go back. We're at the championship. Miss Norbury's like, you guys are got it. Kevin's like, perfect. Um, <laughs> Kevin's doing some weird, like, uh, self-talk. <laughs> He's pumping himself up. And so Miss Norbury comes over and she asks Katie if she's nervous. And she says yes. And she's like, it's fine. You've got this. Also, not one of the boys on the other team is cute. And then we get a shot of those three boys. <laughs> They're just, like, smiling. <laughs> So, yeah, those boys are really not cute. And so the presenter is like, welcome. (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Illinois High School Mathlete State Championship. So he says, here's the first question. And he asks the most, I mean, have you ever heard such a math question? No. It's really terrible. Yeah. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. It makes me want to die. And before he even finishes asking it, Kevin chimes in and is like, 14 and 5. <laughs> the presenter's like, yes. Question number two. Another really terrible math question that you would never understand unless you had a master's degree in math. And then they, the other team chimes in before it's even done. And so 741, the presenter's like, correct. And Katie goes, shoot, I was really rusty. 
Then we're back at Katie's parents' house, and her mom's asking her dad, where's Katie? And he's like, oh, she went out. And her mom's like, she's grounded. And he's like, oh, are they not allowed out while they're grounded? (laughs) (laughs) So we're back at um, the school, and it's the spring fling. And Damien is sitting there because he's on the activities committee or whatever, and he's sitting there at the table, and he's like, make sure you guys vote for spring fling king and queen. These a-holes will represent you for a full calendar year. (laughs) Why has Regina been the queen every year? This woman, this girl, she cannot manage representing anyone anyway so the one guy's like they're voting and the one guy's like i'm gonna vote for regina george because she got hit by that bus and then the other boy goes i'm voting for katie heron because she pushed her (laughs) uh so betsy's like she's supposed to be grounded but he let her out because they go to the dance so they go to the dance because that's where they think she went she didn't tell them that they she was going to the math competition for extra credit that her teacher no, assigned her like, which i would have been like okay yeah that's great just come home right when you're done yeah no so they went to the dance because that's where they thought she was and the mom is like she's supposed to be grounded but he let her out mm-hmm. so back at the competition the announcer's like all right everybody is tied so we are needing a sudden death round and so they have to each choose someone from the other person's team to go and answer a question and so they pick the girl (laughs) the other team picks the girl so it's katie and contestant craft so they go up to the podium and katie's looking at this other girl and she's picking out all of the things about her appearance that she thinks is bad and then she realizes that making fun of her isn't gonna help her at all so she stops and so the the presenter puts up a thing and he's like find the limit And Katie has this good little thing about calling someone else fat doesn't make you any skinnier. Calling someone stupid doesn't make you smarter. And ruining Regina's life definitely didn't make me any happier. So all you can do in life is try to solve the problem in front of you. And then the other girl goes, the limit is negative one. Katie (laughs) just goes, oh, crap. (laughs) But the presenter says, no, that's incorrect. So since this is sudden death, if uh, Katie can answer, then North Shore wins. And so Katie's trying to think about limits, and she's remembering the week that they covered limits, and that was the week that Aaron got his hair cut, and oh my gosh, he was so cute. Focus, though, what was behind his head on the whiteboard. And so she figures it out, and she says the limit does not exist. And so, congratulations, they won. Kevin rips his shirt off. He is so (laughs) stoked. And then it's them in the parking lot, and they're passing out their jackets with the leather sleeves. And they're all congratulating Katie. And they give Miss Norbury a jacket. They got one for her. And they're so excited to go to the dance wearing these new jackets. (laughs) Roll into the spring fling. And Katie's like, oh, I'm not going. And everyone's like, what? This is your night. Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. And Miss Norbury's like, you don't have to punish yourself forever. And she's like, I'm grounded. And she's like, you're already out. Yeah, (laughs) Miss Norbury bad influence so we are at the dance and (laughs) it's time to announce the winners the king and the queen so he's making mr duval is on stage and he's making sure that everybody's on stage who needs to be there and um (laughs) he's like i i want to say you're all winners and i could not be happier that the school year is ending that's it here we go the winner of the spring 
flanking Shane Omen, and he's disgusting, you guys. He just does this like victory dance. It's really gross. Regina doesn't even like him. Regina she rolls, her, rolls eyes. her eyes. <laughs> she hates him. <laughs> um, so then Katie is about to, she goes in. They walk in. All the mathletes walk in with their leather jackets. They look awesome. She looks over and she sees her parents and they're like, get over here. <laughs> so she's like, okay. So she starts walking over to her parents. But then uh, Mr. Duvall is like, the queen is Katie Heron. Where's Katie? And then like, they shine the light on her and there she is. And um, when we were watching this, CL goes, well, how did she get it? How did she win? And I go, because everyone voted for her because she's so cute. And then Mark, my husband, goes, yeah, because they think she pushed Regina in front of the bus. <laughs> like, that's how she won. So Katie gets up on stage and she's like, oh, wow, thanks. And she starts giving this speech about how, like, one half the people in the room are mad at her and the other half only like her because they think she pushed somebody in front of a bus, so that's not good. And Mr. Duvall is like, please don't give a speech. <laughs> but she keeps giving a speech. So she gives this really great speech about how she's really sorry that so many people got hurt from the burn book. And she's never been to a dance before. But when she thinks about how many people wanted this, like, this crown, and then she takes it off, and how many people cried over it and stuff, <laughs> I mean, I think everybody looks like royalty tonight. And then she starts pointing out the people who I'm sure that in her mind is like, this person could use a boost. So she likes, like, Jessica Lopez, that dress is amazing. Emma Gerber, that hairdo hair must have taken hours, and you look really pretty. So why is everyone stressing over this thing? I mean, it's just plastic. It could really just, and then she just snaps it in half. And Damien gasps a gasp that he's never gasped before. <laughs> he just dies. And uh, she starts chucking it, chucking pieces of the crown to different people. So she chucks one to Gretchen and then went to Janice because they were all on stage like as runners up or whatever. And Mr. Duvall is like, seriously, just stop giving a speech. And she's like, no, nah, I'm going to keep going. So she 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 takes the crown apart. And somehow she just keeps ending up with more and more pieces of crown, even though she, I know she threw the whole thing out. But she's like, Regina George gets one. She's fractured her, fractured her spine and she still looks like a rock star. And Regina's like, thank you. <laughs> and then she's like, and some for everybody else. And she just like checks, checks the rest of the crown out to the audience and Mr. Duvall's like good night everybody have a great time we go to the dance floor and Janice and Damien are like we're queens and Katie's like hi are we still in a fight and Janice is like are you still an asshole <laughs> she's like uh, I don't think so and Janice is like well I guess we're okay um so then like a song comes on they start dancing they see Aaron he comes up to Katie and he's like oh, I didn't think you were going to make it. Uh, so on behalf of the senior class, I'd like to present you with two gift certificates. And these are these are to the Waffle House. Mm -hmm. But he like he's handing it to her and Damien goes by and like snags one out of his hand. And he's like, one gift certificate to the Walker Brothers Pancake House. And Katie's like, thank you. Um, Aaron is so sweet. And he goes, congratulations on winning state. And Katie's like, I was so nervous. They made us do limits. I thought I was going to hurl. And he's like, Ugh, how's your stomach now? She's like, it's fine. Do you feel nauseous at all? No. 
<laughs> have you been drinking no okay gruel he's so sweet they kiss they come across and they show norbury and duval are dancing and then they show damien and janice and they like they look at each other and they get really nervous and you can just feel the sexual tension and they get real close and they totally smooch and then Damien's like ew and Janice is like no <laughs> they like walk away from each other <laughs> and Kevin walks up to Janice and he's like what's up <laughs> and she's like what and he's like Puerto Rican and she's like no Lebanese and he's like I feel that <laughs> yep and so then we get a voiceover and Katie wraps up the rest of the movie saying, in case you're wondering, the plastics broke up. Regina's spine healed and her physical therapist told her to put all of her rage into sports. It was perfect because the jock girls weren't afraid of her. And it shows Regina playing lacrosse and she makes a point or whatever. And all the <laughs> girls just like doggy pile on top of her. Makes a point or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get Karen. Karen is doing a newscast using her special talents to do the morning weather announcements. <laughs> and we get a shot of her doing her announcement saying, hi, this is Karen Smith at 68 degrees. And there's a grabs her boobs. 30% chance that it's already raining. <laughs> it's definitely raining. And then Katie tells us that Gretchen found herself a new clique and a new queen bee to serve. And it's Gretchen sitting at the cool Asians table, speaking in perfect, I don't know what, but she has learned an entire new language for these new friends because she is desperate to just completely fit in with whoever the next new cool person is. I know. I feel so deeply for Gretchen. All she wants is somebody to love her mm -hmm. and to say that she's their best friend. Yeah. Ugh. And then she tells us Aaron went to college, but he's going to Northwestern, which is apparently a school close. So she gets to see him on weekends. And for Katie, she had gone from homeschool jungle freak to shiny plastic to most hated person in the world to actual human being. Aww. And so it's them sitting in the front of the school. Uh, Janice and Kevin are apparently dating now and we see Regina and Regina's new girlfriend walking past and they just kind of <laughs> smile at each other and she goes all the drama from last year just wasn't important anymore school used to be like a shark shark tank but now I could just float and then <laughs> Katie goes finally girl world was at peace and Damien notices that there's these three new junior girls and he points them out and says, hey, junior plastics. And we get the voiceover back and it's them and they're walking into the front <laughs> street in front of the school. And she goes, and if any freshmen tried to disturb that piece, well, let's just say we knew how to take care of it. And it shows them all getting hit by a bus. And then they play the scene again and it's them moving out of the way of the bus. And she <laughs> says, just kidding. And that is the movie. Oh, my gosh. I love this movie. So um, we got some really great comments from some of our patrons who watched it with us yesterday. And if you become a patron, uh, you can watch the Remember This movies with us when we watch them. So we got this great insight from Victoria. And she says, I think a theme in this movie is you become like the people you hang out with. So be careful of who your friends are. And I think that is so smart. Like you truly do become who you hang out with, whether you want to or not. So I know there's a lot of like temptation to be like, 
oh, well, I know my friend is mean, but I'm not mean. So I'm just going to keep being friends with them, even though they're mean, because that's not me. But truly, a lot of the time when you hang out with people, you do become like them. So that's really great, Victoria. And then Melissa said, similar to what Victoria said, I think a heavy theme is to be careful in meddling or you'll be a completely changed person and it may not end well. And that's exactly right. It's just, it's a slippery slope down to becoming exactly what you didn't want to be. Like exactly what you were trying to fight against, you just become that way when you meddle and when you try to make people miserable. You make yourself miserable. Yeah, you always hear that you're like the accumulation of the five people that you spend the most time with. And so... I feel like, I mean, at the end of the movie, we see once they branch out and diversify the people they're friends with, they just become normal people. (laughs) But because they were all being friends with people who were exactly them, they just kind of fed off of the worst parts of each other. Yeah, yeah. It's just like an echo chamber of misery the whole time. And then when they moved away from each other, it became a more healthy place to be. And they didn't hate each other afterwards. They were nice to each other. You know, they recognized that it was just a toxic place to be. Yeah. So I think <laughs> diversifying your friend group definitely has its benefits, too. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Great convo. Uh, thank you for joining us. We love you so much. We appreciate everything you do. And remember, don't be a mean girl. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.